0: News with Resistance Chicks. We're your hosts, Leah and Michelle. So we've got to. Spy balloon. I mean, I just kind of feel like dun 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 dun. dun, dun, dun. I mean, dun, dun, dun. This is absolutely hilarious to me. There's supposedly a Chinese spy balloon the size of three buses up in the sky, traversing the United States. So we're gonna hanging break out. Just hanging out out there. Some guy in Montana found it, right? So we've uh, we're gonna break that down for you. We've got a Pfizer exec. What's going on with that? Menstrual cycles, the COVID yeah, vaccine th- affecting them. Yeah, we've known that. We've run into that personally, not to get too personal. Well, not with the vaccine. There, not with the vaccine, but just with COVID. Yeah, exactly. We didn't take the vaccine. Y'all know we didn't take the vaccine. Come Y'all on. We vaccine. Come you on. That Silk came out and did a show with Mike Lindell. Really? What, a couple of nights ago. I think it was just last night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was just an aside. We just having a little bit of fun. So we've got that and so much more coming up right after these messages. You're not going to want to miss it. We've got an excellent show and more Best of Biden. So we were talking to the producers um, after I was, you know, mentioning the spy balloon and they were like, "Um, it doesn't seem very stealth with it being like so huge. There's nothing very spy-y about this balloon. Uh, So I'm very much looking forward to breaking that down for you guys. But before we get to that, like we were talking about before the break, um, Leah, or actually on the break, you have a story that we don't want to share the video of yeah. on air, but mm-hmm. you, it, it is, it's a huge story and yeah. it has to do with, um, other kids beating up other kids. Yeah. And you do see this, you see, especially, um, in the inner city schools, yeah. you'll see kids wailing on teachers. Um, I saw this week, I saw several, um, children in classrooms, uh, conf- like, uh, taunting teachers to like a girl getting in her or like a black girl getting into a black teacher's face. And finally the, 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 the girl gets too close and uh, the black teacher just, um, and I'm giving you this, you can visualize it, not because we're we're stereotyping, but you got to see it in your mind. And she takes her and she kind of like throws her to the ground. And then of course everybody rushes to the hallway and it's like, Oh, right. Fight, fight, fight. And then I saw an African-American boy with a black teacher male, a male, and he was getting all up in his face to where you could just tell he was getting ready to just lose you it. You know, these teachers have to go through some sort of training for this, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so what's this, what's this story? So yeah, a, it, it is, you can find it if you want to see it for yourself, but there's a video circulated on Twitter this week of a 14-year-old boy. He starts to beat up a nine-year-old girl on the bus. And I'm not talking smacking or just kind of slapping. I'm talking wailing on a fourteen year old big boy, a big boy wailing on a little nine year old girl and then you see what's what heartbreaking for me is you see another little boy, probably nine, he gets in on it he starts he starts hitting her too. Is there a backstory for how it started? um not that I know you know the the kind of to me the what what hit home with me was. There are a lot of people like, well, these this this child or these children, you know, they would never see the 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 next day if I could get a hold of them and you know different things like that. At fourteen years old, and then with the other young boy mm-hmm. joining in and other kids joining in, um, I I had I had written on one little tweet that one hundred percent chance that those children learned violence at home, Exactly. that they were abused at home. And that is what comes out in their um, dealings with other children. Now, I was also kind of comparing that to how um, upper class, upper class kids don't necessarily wail on kids if they're uh, get angry at them or if they don't like them they will use words yeah. they will tear they will you, down you down and cut you down they will mock you mm-hmm. with words to where you just want to die yeah and i've seen that in school well we lived in government housing for a year or two when we were younger and we live in kind of a very white town yeah, And a lot of all, all of the um, poor African-Americans or black kids lived in this government housing that we yeah. lived in. But also there were a lot of poor white kids as well. And I was beat up on the bus by, by a white guy, by well, a white because kid, I was seeing some of these a couple of years older than me that you all oh you always see, you know, black kids wailing on white kids. Well, actually, I kind of wanted to put it in perspective because Michelle and I have a very interesting conversation. Um, take on this is we've experienced this. So we lived in government housing for about a year and a half, maybe, I can't remember. Um, And we've talked about this various times on our show. I was probably the same age as this girl. You were. You were probably the same size and everything like that. And And he was like, I want to say maybe 12, 13 years old. Yeah. And this is common. This is so common. But unfortunately, what happens is this was back in the nineties when we, when we lived in the hood. Um, But it's gotten worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. And the children who are born to the kids who are violent, mm-hmm. it's like the, um, it's like gain of function, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, They get more violent. Well, not only that, but you've got food environment. I mean, just as a society, everything yeah. is it's different than when we were kids in the 90s. And so yeah, when you were talking about this story, and you know, I'm kind of remembering what happened to me and the the, the child really did not get punished when I think there was like he didn't get to go to recess or something right. ridiculous. Um when my mom took it to the to the school and then she ended up pulling us and we were homeschooled after that. But uh right. I'm thinking about all of these kids and I have to tell you that as a society, I know it doesn't take a village or not Hillary Clinton or anything like that, but as a society, we are failing these children. Right, right So, right. why are these kids experiencing violence at home? Why are their parents violent? Why are their yeah. lives miserable enough that they would dare to do this to a little child? Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying that these kinds of things haven't happened in history because they yeah. have. Mm-hmm. But we should be evolving so that it stops, not that it at least stays the same or gets worse. And so this is what I would say, guys, A, if you want to stop it, you need to pull your kids from public school. And B, we need to be so bold in our faith Mm -hmm. that we are a light Mm. to other people's children in society as well as their parents. And when we do that, I'm telling you, society will turn around, but a lot of times... You see the Christian road rage. You see the Christians acting unholy. And so you're not being an example. You're not spreading the light. Yeah. And just to kind of give you guys our experience, I had never um, experienced racism. We didn't know what racism was um, until I moved into this predominantly black neighborhood. And Michelle and I were told, we went out to swing on the swings and we were told, you can't swing on these swings. You are white. And then they had- um, And we were like, what? Yeah, what do you mean you you can't? They were mean. They looked like they were going to beat us up, for real. Um, and then the girls, the, the black girls would be playing double Dutch, jump rope, right? And uh, Michelle and I would want to go play. And we had to wear them down. Please let us, us play with you. Please <laughs> let us play. We would go out there and we would bag them and bag them. And they would say, no, you can't. You're white. No, you can't. You're white. I'm like, well, at least... If you want to jump some more, let us at least do the ropes. Fine, you can do the ropes. So let me clarify something here because this is really important because we had a lot of really interesting experiences when we lived there Mm -hmm. that racism is just evil. Yeah. And here's the example. When we lived there, the white kids were mean and awful and the black kids were mean and awful. And there were exceptions to that. So it wasn't, Leah's not painting it as, oh, all the black kids were mean to us. no. Evil is evil. There was a young uh, black kid where one kid stole my mom's purse, literally broke into our, our apartment, took the purse, and a black kid found it and returned it to my mom. These it's it's not a matter of the color of skin, but well, when we are seeing. Let me talk about what, what was the difference. Very simple, very simple. The kids that were the good kids had good Christian moms. Exactly. Okay. That's exactly what I was getting to. Okay. Because there was, there were, there was one mom that wouldn't really let her two sons. It was a black mom with black, two black kids. Wouldn't really let her kids outside because she knew that that hood was going to eat her kids alive. Exactly. Okay. And every once in a while they were allowed outside and they could play. And, um, there was an older boy who's older than me and you'd go outside and the kids would just start being mean and nasty. Cause that's just what they want to do. And they stole our ball. And this older black kid went and took our ball and he came and brought it back. Yeah. You know, and so it's not about black and white because a lot of people were saying, you know, it's, a, you know, it's not about black and white because we got, you got beat up by a white kid. I got, in, there with my first day and a half there, I'm riding bicycles. Okay, you guys, this is a story that you guys need to hear on Headline News. <laughs> <laughs> I'm riding bicycles through the woods. Okay. And I did not know that one white little girl had a white little boyfriend. And I'm riding with these these boys through the woods. And I'm having a very good time. How old are you this time? Uh, 11, 12, third grade. Okay. However that
1: how like old 10. that is.
0: Yeah. Okay. And she pulls aside and she gets a group of people. Okay. She's white. Her little clan, all these little black girls. And some of them are very big black girls. And she tells me that I need to stay away from her boyfriend, her man. Okay. Or she's going to have this whole crew beat me up. <laughs> and not only that. So I go home just scared out of my mind. I ride my bicycle on the back back line to try to get home. This is like my, I've only been there for two days. And the guy, the apartment manager, looks like he just came out of an 80s band. White guy. White guy with long hair. Super scary. Like super scary. He comes out and starts screaming at me because you're not supposed to ride your bike. Oh, because this government housing grass is so important. (laughs) Right? You kids can't do this. I literally break down crying. (laughs) It's my first day here and I just don't know what (laughs) kind of prison camp I'm in. (laughs) I just want to go home. I don't know what happened. Where have I been? The girls won't let me on the swings. This girl, your do- it was his daughter. Your daughter won't let me, re- and they're going to beat me up. I just want to go home. Okay, so we have experienced this, and uh, we can I can tell you the good kids had good moms who loved Jesus. Come on and preach, and they wanted their kids regardless to grow up to love of Jesus. color, regardless of color. All right, so let's go to the balloon story after that. You want to go to the balloon story or the Pfizer exec? Um. Let's go to the balloon story. All right, so we don't I, have a video Oh, for the Pfizer-Exex is first. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I do have do have a. I do have a balloon story, but you're right. The pfizer execs is our first clip. All right, so <laughs> have your menstrual cycles uh, been thrown off via the jab or via COVID? Um, I do believe it is something in the spike protein yes. that throws off your hormones, and if you're giving people the jab, you're giving people the spike protein, it's throwing off your hormones. Uh, but did they test this? No, they didn't test it. All right, let's roll this clip.
2: So, um, tell me more, like, what's developing with the whole, you know, virus mutation process? Mm-hmm. Well, they're still kind of conducting the experiments on it, but uh, it seems like from heard they're kind of optimizing it, but if they're growing slow, they're very cautious, like, you know, right. they obviously don't want to kind of accelerate it too much. Yeah. Um, but I think they're also just trying to do it as an exploratory kind of thing, because you obviously don't want to advertise that you're trying kind of, like, to future mutation. I hope nobody's growing three legs or something like that, right? Yeah, or like the entire next generation is like super fucked up. Could you imagine the scandal? Oh my god, I mean, I take Pfizer off my resume something yeah. irregular about their menstrual cycle. So people have to investigate that down the line. Yeah. Because well. that is a little concerning. Because like if you think about the science, like it shouldn't be inter- interacting with like, you know, that uh, it's called like the hypo- uh, hypothalamus, anterior-experient gonad- gonadal axis. Right. Like, you know, the hormones are like their menstrual cycles and things like that. It, it actually shouldn't be interfering with that, so we don't really it, know it shouldn't. It shouldn't, like But is it? There's something happening but we don't know if around Well, I mean you're a urologist, so you must understand like what's going on with it, right? Like Well that's why I understand that it's weird. I mean I've I've heard that, you know, like mm-hmm. just mental cycles and I don't know what's going on there at yeah. And we don't discover something really bad from that one. I hope we don't find out that like there's somehow this MRNA like lingers in the body. I and mean, then like it what it has to be impacting something hormonal. Stuff to impact menstrual cycles. Right. So somehow the vaccines must be interacting yeah. with like that axis signal, the H P G axis, to cause each one of these changes in menstrual cycles. Like, think about how this, can, this, uh... The axis, HPG axis? Yeah, it goes, like, the hypothalamus, uh, uh, pituitary, and then gonads, they send, like, signal signals. Okay, yeah. so the HPG axis is why the fertility problems are happening, actually. Yeah, because they control the cycle. So, like, if it's not like, impacting that, it must be impacting these hormones. Okay. somehow. But then we can to talk about, like, how are they fighting so Because, like, the signaling sucks in, like, the brain, right? And right. the vaccine doesn't cost the blood, brain barrier. I will do, I mean, I will say, like, if it just come down, down the line with something that's on that then obviously people will, like, criticize, like, the big push. Is there's a lot of social pressure, government pressure, job pressure to get the vaccine. Like, I have to get the vaccine no lines or it would have gotten fired, right?
0: Wow. You know, early on, we were looking at Israel and they were heavily mandating the vaccine mm-hmm. and just spouses, like wives of husbands who had gotten the vaccine, their menstrual cycles, and this isn't just in Israel, this is across the board, right. were going haywire. And so what is it that is affecting, again, the hormones? This guy seems to know a lot more than you and I, and he's working for Pfizer yeah. admitting that they know that something was going on. Yeah. And there was more, I don't know if you saw in the beginning, there's a little bit more on the gain of function mm-hmm. uh, he was admitting even more that, you know, we are doing this. We're trying not to make it worse, but we are trying to guess what will be next. Yeah. So we are messing with this virus. Okay. They are messing with the virus. They are making it stronger. Yeah. They are trying to see which way it's going to go. And actually it should be getting weaker, not smaller and, and not, uh, not bigger. And so when you are, what he said before this executive, um, in the last video should terrify everyone. He said, you Um, infect a monkey, Mm -hmm. right, with it, and then you take that out and you put that in another monkey and then you take that out and you're actually, you are gaining function. That's what they did with the cancer soup uh, thing when they were trying to make cancer even uh, more deadly, which I'm sure that they have um, during uh, the, the, the time when the CIA was trying to take out Castro. Can I also just, and this wasn't part of our show, so I'll make this extremely brief. Guys, if you know people who have gotten the jab and they are now experiencing rapid growths in cancer, mm-hmm. please have them seek out help from maybe Dr. Syed Haider right. or someone, because I'm telling you, one of the most nefarious things about this vaccine is that it is causing people to get ill and have rapid cancer growths from maybe cancers that they have had right. in the past. They're re-flaring and they're happening, it's happening very fast. They're having strokes, they're having heart right. issues. And so, but it's it's under the, it, I told Lee, I said, it's the perfect murder, right? right. Because it's under the guise of illnesses that look like something else, that they are something else. They are Mm -hmm. cancer. But why has your cancer skyrocketed? Why has your cancer come back? And so if we can address why the vaccine is causing your T cells to not produce and protect you from cancer anymore, I think that that's going to be really important. So if you can be bold enough to talk to your family members, if they have gotten the jab and then they have other rapid health issues... You're going to have to just tell them like straight up, I know this looks like XYZ, but please consider right. the alternative because too many other people are dying and as a result. Ivermectin has been very helpful even in pr- past studies for to reduce cancer. Yes. Ah, uh, speaking of vaccine side effects, there has been a a slew of hate against people who have been vaccine injured. And mm-hmm. one woman in particular came out with the big with shakes and um they said she was fake. Alex it. Bernstein, a um, kind of a
3: Mainstream. anti
0: anti-vaccine uh, advocate. Was making fun of it and saying wait, that wait, she wait, wait. made it you up. You said anti-vaccine yeah. advocate. Yeah, he hates he hates the vaccine, oh, but he's making fun okay. of her. Wow, and and her symptoms. And so she is real. Her symptoms are real, mm-hmm. and this has to stop. Let's roll this clip.
4: On behalf of those in humanity have, that have lost their way, I want to apologize. Um, It's not what you would imagine with all the courage that you had coming forward. I know you imagined there would be some pushback from the drug companies and and maybe the government that was pushing this.
3: It's been very hard
5: to have my real life events made fun of. What if this was you or your daughter or your mother or your wife? You wouldn't be making fun of that. It's very important for us injured to get these stories out there because there are millions suffering just like us. Yeah. And we try to bring them all together.
4: I reached out um, to Angelia and said, could we see medical reports? There are. This is the MRI. Here are the findings. There are small foci of abnormal signal in the subcortical white matter in the inferior aspect of both frontal lobes. Another small lesion is seen in the high left frontal lobe. We got a report from one of Angelia's doctors, and they believe that it's connected. This is that memo. She has had profound neurologic adverse response to the covid vaccine did anyone call you to ask for medical records or anything like that while all of this while they're writing articles about you
5: only you guys
4: only we did yeah don't you find that incredible isn't that incredible that they'll write entire articles with forbes literally on the top corner there you are working for an established newspaper You are working for an established language translation software company, and you're not even going to reach out to the person themselves and see if they have a statement or any evidence of what is going on, and to think that that's considered mainstream journalism. They tried to even say that there was no VAERS report. Look at this article. They claimed the COVID-19 vaccine made them ill, then they went viral. VAERS data do not show any cases of adverse reaction in Louisiana in the last month whose symptoms resembled to cells This is her report sent to VARES. It's right there listed on the CDC. You can say seizure-like phenomena over there. It says tremor. The articles went on to also say that spasms and seizures are not even listed as either common side effects or adverse side effects of the COVID-19 vaccine according to the Center for Disease Control and Prevention. We went to VARES again. We punched in the word tremor. 22,550. 53 reports of people claiming they're suffering from tremors right after the COVID-19 vaccine or sometime after. There it is.
5: If this was any other disease out there, you would not be making fun of that person. And matter of fact, you would have love and compassion and embrace this person's illness. It's time for the world to have love and compassion and embrace us as well
4: civilization is measured by how it treats its weakest members we must remember to have compassion and if we decide to attack someone that is having difficulties however dark that may be at least at least do your research
0: you know what makes me so angry about this is that we were told in the beginning when we knew that there were no trials there was no bones about it even the mainstream media no we don't have time to send this to trials we're just going to push it out it's fine We were told by them, though, that if there were people that had issues with this vaccine, that they would just be collateral damage. They would be the ones that, you know, sacrifice their lives or, you know, not their lives, but the comfort of their lives, the normalcy of their lives, because the rest of the for the good of mankind for the rest of the world. So they were told, essentially everybody went into this thinking to themselves, if I get this vaccine, if something happens to me, I will be a martyr and they will help me through this. And now they're being left high and dry and mocked for what they're going through. To me, that's the most nefarious. If they were treated like a war hero, if they were given a medal, like, thank you for going out and doing this thing because we needed everybody to do this. And it was it was a risk we were all willing to take. And, right. you know, I would be way more respectful. On the right, I think that those who didn't take the vaccine, you want to be so right about not taking the vaccine that you, are, you ignore the effects of COVID itself. So there was a... Um, by a Babylon B chick who said, "Did you have any? What was your weirdest symptom from COVID?" And everybody said things from heart palpitations to hair loss to the um, cough that lingers, um, breathlessness. Many, pretty much everybody, had a weird COVID mm-hmm. symptom, and I would say at least fifty percent are say that it lasted a very long time, which I would consider a month or or two months yeah. to. Loss of t- sense of taste and smell, or I'm just still not myself today. And we have to be able to to balance it out, and I think Silk is trying to do that, because she's trying, like Diamond and Silk, she's trying to say Diamond, I think she's trying to say Diamond didn't have the vaccine, but she was a victim of shedding, or something along the line that, that COVID yeah. is a bioweapon, and we need to recognize that. And that's absolutely 100% true. COVID is a bioweapon, and we have, and regardless of whether it's the vaccine, which is putting supposedly COVID into you, or the spike protein, or whatever, it's all a bioweapon and we have to be able to have compassion on those that have suffered from shedding from COVID and the vaccine all in one. So once you guys, again, this is not a joke, go to the Brideon store because Mike Adams has all kinds of supplements that will get your mitochondria going again, get your cells regenerating and get that spike protein out of your system. Athizantham, which is the, the king of carotenoids, yes. things like that. So use promo code chicks and say 5%. All right. We'll be right back after these messages. You know, one of my mom's absolute favorite people is Catherine Austin Fitz. Yes. Um, one of my mom's least favorite subjects is uh, CBDCs. Now, what are those? Central Bank Digital Currencies. It sounds like you're saying um, cannabis oil, but it's not. It's Central Bank <laughs> Digital Yeah, Digital cannabis. Cor- yeah, yeah, that's what you're, you're, it does sound like you're saying that. But no, seriously, they are trying to lull all of us, into this sense of security in digital finances. But what that's going to do is it's going to roll out digital passports and a monitoring system where you will be tied down more than ever before. And I'm telling you, I am not impressed with the CBDCs. This is something that we all need to be very, very, You're very hearing from. Is I'm that, not. Is that the understatement of the year? It is, actually. I'm not impressed with this. You know this, this giant—not just uh, the CBDCs. Hammer any digital currency. I'm not, I'm I'm not impressed with any digital currency. Most especially not the central bank digital currencies. But honestly, guys, if you don't hold it, you don't own it. I'm a gold and silver gal. So here's the thing: there is a huge difference between Bitcoin and CBDCs. Um, Number one, Bitcoin is supposedly um, off the grid. You can be anonymous. I don't trust it right now. uh, It has it. You know. In Canada, the government of Canada seized the donations for the truckers up there, but they were able to get funds in through Bitcoin. Uh, the, when payment processors like PayPal go down, Bitcoin will go through. But the IRS is coming out right now saying oh, they want, you oh. have to report all of your digital currency exchanges. And incomes. that's what we have been saying. That's what we've been talking about. Bitcoin is you. decentralized. The government's not going to come out after you. Here's the thing. If you hold Bitcoin and you get audited, and you lied, and, and you click the box and say you didn't hold any of these, they're gonna put your booty in jail. You can at least bury the gold and silver out back, man. Okay, so I'm telling you that what we've been trying to tell everybody is the Bitcoin universe is a rocket that is going to come back down. Yeah, it's beautiful. It goes up in the sky, woo, woo, woo right? But it's gotta come down. This isn't the rocket that goes up and is a satellite around the Earth, right? It's coming down, right? And what the difference, though, with the central bank digital currencies is that um, they want the powers that be want all of our assets to be in a digital form of currency so that when they want to put lights out on you like they did with the trucker convoy finances, you can't access anything. And here's the thing. Even at that point, they could go hand to hand with cash. Yeah. But if there is no cash to go hand to hand with, there's nothing. Now, point. to be fair, when Leah and I reference Bitcoin, it's like saying a Coke, a Coca Cola. I get right. that. It's, I get that there are several other different Di- yeah. digital currencies out there. We are blanket covering that with the name Bitcoin just to be yeah. clean. Yeah. Hand me that Kleenex. Exactly. Hey,
3: let's roll this Bitcoin clip or CBDCs. <laughs> the reality as the financial system gets more controlling and more invasive, it's a little bit like bringing up a corral around us. And CBDCs, Central Bank Digital Currencies and Vaccine Passports or Digital IDs are sort of the last... Uh, shutting of the gate. It's hard for many people to imagine the risks here because we're so used to living with financial transaction freedom and we don't understand that when this gate closes on us we literally will be sitting in a system where the central banks believe that our assets belong to them and they can dictate where we can spend money and what we can spend money on. Um, the important thing to understand is central bank digital currencies are not currencies, it's a financial transaction control grid, and it gives the ability for the central bankers—and they've said this publicly—the ability to not only set set the rules centrally but enforce the rules centrally. If you don't behave, you can have your money turned off. So if you've enjoyed liberty, it's very hard to— you know, perceive this iceberg before you hit it. And that's why it's so important, and I commend you for for talking about CBDCs. We need to not let the propaganda persuade us that one, this is convenient, or two, that we need this, or three, not only the dangers of CBDCs, but the opportunities if we start to reverse financial tyranny.
0: I love that Tucker had on. You know that Tucker's getting like desperate for truth, when you get Catherine Austin Fitz on the program, yeah, right, because yeah. she is legit. These are things that um, some people have been talking about. One of my other favorites is Lynette Zhang. Mm-hmm. On the, the, these two ladies have been uh, just happy warriors for the rest of us to help us ex- help us understand where where currencies have been and where currencies are going. Exactly. And honestly, guys, when it comes to cryptocurrencies, central bank, digital currencies, all of these things, let's bring it back to God and the Bible. What would God have us use as currency? And I'm telling you what, it's not fiat dollars. Mm-hmm. It is not cryptocurrencies. It is not digital currencies. It's not checks. It's not IOUs. It's the, what's in the constitution. It's what's in the constitution. Well and silver, baby. And a lot of people don't know. Go back to the Coinage Act. A lot of people do not know. Oh, and, and I love it. the advertisement. Go to Treasure Island, Coins and Precious Metals. Brideonmetals.com. com and support them. We don't get any kickback for that, but I want you guys to, it's called wealth preservation because every day that you hold a dollar, it's diminishing rapidly, especially with what we're going into. So our, you know, our best friend literally made a purchase of silver yesterday and she was kind of giddy. Like, I don't think I've ever, I feel like I'm a hoarder now at this point, but she's not doing it as an investment. She's doing it as wealth preservation because she just wants to save her money, but she doesn't want every time you stick a dollar bill in in your mattress, they take 50 cents of it. Oh, they do. Your dollar is worth less tomorrow than it will be today. Exactly. Exactly. All right. So Speaking of being worthless, uh, Ilan Omar has been taken off of the House Foreign Intelligence Committee. And this was a a big blow to the Democrats because, um, you know, they took off three people, Adam Schiff, Eric Swalwell, who slept with a Chinese spy and Adam. uh, uh, Here's the thing. Uh, Adam Schiff went around saying, ooh, Trump is in collusion with Russia. And he pushed that Russia collusion narrative just like a liar. You can see it in his eyes. He's got those, those bug out like crazy eyes. And Ilhan Omar, Harry, let me let me just preference this. I don't think that Ilhan Omar should be taken off of this intelligence committee because of her anti-Semitic remarks. And, and honestly, I think you should be able to say things against the nation, any nation you want to sure. say things against. And if you say things against the nation of Israel or if you even say that the United States is funding Israel or people are getting money by funding Israel because we are funding Israel, a lot of that's true and that's factual. She shouldn't be serving in Congress for many, many reasons. Number one, she shouldn't be here because she came over here illegally under the name of a different family that wasn't even her family. And then to get her other brother over here, she marries her brother and then she has some sort of like faith marriage with this other guy that she's married to. And they're all three, two husbands she's married to not married to. They're all living in one house. One of them is her brother. Okay. She, she's taken advantage of the United States kindness uh, a lot of people came over from Ethiopia uh, under the auspices of being a refugee. Mm-hmm. And when they were closing that door, many people came over uh, under this. You could bring your family over under a different family's name than they were. They're not related. And she did that. She has often said that America, she's, she's, she's thrown America under the bus. She's ungrateful to be here. I don't even think she's ever said America is the greatest, greatest country in the world. If you are not. You don't get to come here and bash the country that you just came came to. Could I go to Turkey and start bashing Turkey? If they took me in as a refugee, oh, Turkey's awful. It's this crazy Islamic radicalism. I'm just going to talk about Erdogan. I would be put in jail faster than you could say Erdogan. Even if the words were true. Okay. She shouldn't be in Congress. She needs to be deported because she's she came here illegally. But... You know, we'll we'll take we'll take her not being on the the house, any house committee in Jesus name. OK, <laughs> but what was hilarious is AOC and her little squad of three got Going up up, holy woke acting like preaching like crazy, like the Holy Ghost hysteria. fell on her Like this is what women should not hold on. Like they're they're painting all women in a bad picture. Let's roll this clip.
6: So a woman called Ilhan Omar has been on the House Foreign Affairs Committee. Omar came to this country from Somalia and then she proceeded to make it very clear she doesn't like the country she settled in. According to DNA evidence, she also married her brother in order to commit immigration fraud, something that obviously happened for which she's never been punished. So today, for a bunch of reasons, unrelated to that, the House voted to expel Elon Omar from the Foreign Affairs Committee, and in response, the theater kids in the squad completely lost emotional control. For real. Watch this.
5: This is about targeting women of color in the the United States of America. Don't tell me, because I didn't get a single apology. My life was threatened. Thank you. Let me The gentlewoman's time is expired. Ilhan Omar is right where she belongs. The gentlewoman's Her time work is in expired. Is needed on the Foreign Affairs Committee. Her clarity, conviction, and truth. The gentlewoman's time is expired, and she is no longer recognized. The GOP is now doing what it is best at: weaponizing hate against a black, beautiful Muslim woman. The gentlewoman's time has expired. I will not be silenced. The gentlewoman's time and has congressman, expired.
3: Omar. The I gentlewoman's am so sorry, time has Seth expired. That our country is failing you today through this chamber. You the, belong to the, the in gentlewoman that committee. is no
5: longer recognized.
6: Wow. These people are really troubled. It really is the party of weak men and angry women.
5: So the problem with her is that it just doesn't end. She apologizes and she continues to spew this type of rhetoric. And, you know, my colleagues focused on the anti-Semitism. And in my speech, I focused on mm-hmm. the anti-American comments, because the point is you're representing our country, our Congress to foreign governments. And to have this anti-American viewpoint that you're going to blame our country for what Hugo Chavez and Nicolas Maduro did to their own people in destroying their country and driving those people out into into poverty because of communist socialist policies i think that's a, a major but, problem and as you pointed out at the beginning of the interview i've been consistent you know i've held that same standard with my own side of the aisle and well, so i think this is about being consistent and and mm-hmm. holding those accountable
0: you know i'm sorry um when uh rashida talib started crying fake tears or were they fake because i th- <laughs> i no no, no no i think she's just that emotionally unstable I think they are all emotionally unstable, but like <laughs> AOC getting up, like waving her hand like she's some sort of black preacher. Yeah, It was, awesome. it was pathetic. It was, it was a pathetic was display. I loved it. I and thought it was a- great. A- 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 she married a brother. Let's, we're done. We're done. We're out of here. You don't get to cry. <laughs> over the polygamus. It's so great. All right. Things you should cry about. China spying on our country and Joe Biden handing it over to China on a big Silver balloon bladder. bladder. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is a, let me. Let me go ahead and roll this clip and then we'll do some commentary on it. This is um, a this is a take from the war room and we're going to start with the mainstream media um, clip here.
7: Looking
8: down on the United States, sometimes from China specifically, and also that it was within range of being shot down. But the Defense Department made a decision not to do that. Can you explain a little bit how often this happens and where the balloon may be now?
1: So we know of at least two other times this has happened in the past, and it's not just during the Biden administrations. This happened during past administrations as well. The difference about this one that has caused officials more concern is that the balloon, in past cases, uh, these, these aerial surveillance assets will come near the U.S. or maybe go into the U.S. for a short time, and then they leave again. This one has been, come. it flew, as you, you could see from that map there, from the Aleutians down through Canada into Montana, and it's been hovering in the United States now for several days. That's what has U.S officials more concerned about it uh, and, and and then you know you mentioned it was in Montana that's not too far from Malmstrom Air Force Base which is where the US has intercontinental ballistic missiles it's one of the the US's you know strategic ballistic missile sites in the United States now a, as far as we know it was never closer than about 200 miles but the the balloon is still flying over the continental U.S. and officials are not telling us where it is at this point. So uh, that's one of the things. Now, you mentioned also the potential for it to be shot down. This raised a level of concern that on Wednesday, Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin, who was traveling in Manila at the time, convened a meeting with his senior defense leaders that included Chairman of the Joint Chiefs, General Mark Milley, the head of NORTHCOM NORAD, General Glenn Glenn Van Herk. So Austin called them all together for a meeting. It was the middle of the night in the Philippines And they talked about the potential track for this thing, where it was coming from, where it was going, the potential collection, the intelligence collection capabilities, which they believe to be somewhat minimal. They don't think that this can collect very much. And they even brought in some aircraft, including AWACS, their surveillance aircraft, and F-22 fighter jets with the potential to bring this thing down. They scrambled these aircraft to both look at it and the potential to shoot it down. Now, ultimately, they decided that given the fact that it didn't have a ton of collection capability, and they looked at the potential for taking it down and, and the debris field that that would create on the ground. They made a recommendation to President Biden not to shoot it down but to continue to, to monitor and track it, and that's where they landed. President Biden agreed with that decision, and according to a senior defense official who I spoke with yesterday, they're literally monitoring this on a minute-by-minute basis, and they are maintaining the the both the ability and the, the decision-making space to, vent- to take it down if need be.
9: It's Friday 3, February, the year of our Lord, 2023 in Beijing. They are belly laughing. They're mocking us right here. The uh, a headline in today's Financial Times of London, right? We always go to The Economist and the Financial Times for the real news. Uh, blinking to meet Xi during landmark China visit in sign of thawing relations. That didn't age very well, did it? We've asked Congressman Matt Gates, who's one of the smartest people
3: I know on Netflix.
0: Mm-hmm. I gotta tell you, look at this thing. It's the size of three buses. So, but look, but it's just the 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 balloon itself is big, but the, it doesn't appear that the the photograph equipment is actually that big. And if you're gonna shoot it down, I think that Montana. Or South Dakota or whatever is probably a it's good fine. Place. What they're I saying is you can't a- shoot it down because of the debris that might it's land. It's not it is it's not, not that big, man. It's not literally three buses. Thank you. It's not it's like a balloon. The balloon, it's a balloon is big. It's a balloon. It's a big giant balloon. I'm gonna tell you why the balloon is still up there and they haven't shot it down because they have made a deal with China to leave it up there to get the information that they want because there's bananas. So, you know, this this got me thinking about Armageddon, right? <laughs> so they want us to believe yeah. that we can send all these guys on a quick rocket ship up to a comet no problem and blow it up yes but they can't take a little balloon and go pop it and pop the balloon without doing like the whole um you know trajectory of a a little bit of debris come on now they could just say hey everybody in this area just go inside real quick just stay in your homes (laughs) okay go in your basement we're gonna shoot down the spy balloon it's not that we're, we're shooting on an airplane or anything exactly we're gonna shoot down the spy balloon Okay, so Trump has said we need to sh- shoot down the spy balloon. Shoot it down. And if you guys stick with us to the second half of our show on com, we're going to play some more clips. Uh, <laughs> your government hates you. They have told, they have, they, they're saying that they're worried about debris. They're not worried about debris. They're worried about the fallout mm-hmm. with China. If they shoot down their little stupid, you know bullets. what they said? Well, we might we might go into World War Three. Hey, we're already in World War Three over a crane. balloon. But are you serious? They it, their balloon is World War Three, man. Just get the balloon out of the area, okay? Can we not? And listen, these people are peeping toms. They mm-hmm. are watching you in your shower. Y'all know that everybody puts tape on their cell phones. Get the spy balloon out the air. Speaking of tape, somebody needs to needs to not tape Biden. I love this week. I'm so. Um, I'm I'm so excited, and you, yes, producers, you can leave us up on the reaction uh, with with <laughs> Biden here. Um, this week's Biden flubs, just a couple clips, but they're good. They're they're really good. They're going to make you laugh today. So let's roll these clips. Do you like? The movie? I love it, and AOC's in there today. <laughs> she is.
10: And so this is what it's all about. So I'm heading off to Philadelphia. And uh, if you want to ask me a question about the economy, but I'm not going to answer any question about anything else because you never will cover this. Mr. President, Mr.
2: President why did you, you find you the most secretary blame you? Take any blame for inflation?
10: Should you just, President? Are taking blame for inflation? No. No. Why not? Because it was already there when I got here, man. Remember what the fault. economy was like when I got here? Jobs were hemorrhaging. good. Inflation good. was rising. We weren't manufacturing a damn thing here. We were in real economic difficulty. That's why I don't. Mr. President, when and how were you involved with the balloon? You know you lie to
0: yourself. When and how were you? When they asked about the balloon, i do not going to talk about the balloon.
10: But here's what matters. You had to
0: make a deal on the balloon. This is my favorite.
10: More than half the women in my cabinet, more than more than half the people in my cabinet, more than half of the women in, the, in my administration are women.
0: Well, you think, well, that's God, good. that's
10: across the board. Well, let's go. 30 years ago, we ranked number six. Number six among advanced economies that the share, with a the, the, the share of women in the workforce. You know what we rank today? Nineteenth.
0: A lot of Nineteenth.
10: Moms. This is the United States of America, for God's sake. Women are 50% of our pop, little slightly more than 51% of our population. 50% of our population. <laughs> We can't reach our full economic potential if we leave half it's the big workforce difference there. behind.
0: More than half of our property. My favorite part was when he said, "Half the women, half the people, half the women on yeah. my cabinet are women." Yeah. I'm, so he started out saying, are "Half the at- women on my cabinet." I mean, half the people in my cabinet. No, half the women. It was like it's like a conversation. I think it's like one eighth at that point. Yeah, half of the half of the half. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. One eighth. Well, and then I played this for our friend Kansas last night. He's like that. He's so confused because there's so many transgenders. (laughs) <laughs> so he can't, he's like, are they really women? No, like I really have real women. Yes. Uh, in my cabinet. Half the women of half the people. So of it is women. true. Half the women in my cabinet are real women. And half the other, other half women are half just a woman. Dylan Mulvaney and the. You're, you're the half a woman though. At that point you're secretary. half a woman. So it's not just that half the women on his cabinet are women. Yeah. It's half the women of half the people are half a woman. So this is a guy who's never held a real job in his entire life. has been living off the taxpayer dime his entire career. And he's like, I'm so. upset that women aren't in the workforce. They're probably at home raising their kids. We are America. Get your female booty. Get your booty to work. In the factory. You got to be making the Twinkies for little Debbie. What are you doing? (laughs) Come on, women. Get it. Go on and get it. Oh, my gosh. You know what? I, I don't know what I will do when there are no more Joe Biden clips. Oh, OK. So this week on the 7th, he's going to have a State of the Un- Union address and we will probably stream that live only 100%. because I'm guessing there's going to be some some really fun. There will be popcorn here. And we'll probably throw it at the camera. We do that every time. There. We even did that for uh, Donald Trump's State of the Union addresses. We did. Right? Oh, this would be fun. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So, guys, remember, we have so much going on. The producers have been phenomenal. They've been putting the old school survival boot camp in the um, thing. It's up right now. Visit resistancechicks.com. You can still register tonight. We are going to be doing a giveaway if you register between now and the, the end of our show tonight. We will be doing that drawing at the end of the show tonight. So I'm very, very excited about that. We've got a lot coming up. That's going to be in Hocking Hills, Ohio, May 12th through the 14th. We want to see you guys there. 138 classes on how to do pretty much anything. Butcher chickens, butcher cows, shooting a bow and, and arrow. Coach Dave has an event. Coach here Dave, in Cincinnati. yeah. It's w- called Kentucky uh, Roundup, but it's here in Ohio. Yeah, you can find that on CoachDaveLive.com/events. forward slash events. All right, you guys. We'll see you next week, next Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We love you. God loves you. God bless. Remember, it's not just a conspiracy theory, Leah. It's actually the truth. If it's actually the truth. All right. Bye, guys. God bless. Hey guys, welcome back to Resistance Chicks. We're your hosts Leah and Michelle. Today is the third of February. It's brand new month. We got a puppy down here who's gonna lie down. His name is Charlie. He's very excited to be here. It's his first time during a live show. We are not sure how this is gonna go, but we're it's gonna go great. That's what. What is the what is the coat doing on the vacuum? Is that supposed to be an extra person here? Off real quick. All right, Charlie, go lie down. You need to lie down. All right, so. This is the most professional show you'll find on the internet. Anyway, Absolutely hands down, bar, bar none. none. Jinx. Okay, but speaking of this amazing show that we have, later today, we are going to be doing our old school survival boot camp drawing giveaway. Very excited about that. Oh, there's a promo code and it is we just resisted. It's just resistance chicks. As a matter of fact, we're going to break down all of that. He did lie down. Such a good boy. Um, we're going to break down all of the where you can get your promo code, more about the actual event in May later today. But I have my hat here. Um, you can't see it. Uh, the devil is a liberal. Full of all of the entries that you guys have been um, putting in all month. So we are very excited. We're going to be drawing three drawings. This is a really big deal. Yeah. For three-day pass mm-hmm. to the old school survival boot camp yeah. in May here in Hocking Hills, Ohio. So I'm very, very excited about that. So that's coming up at the end of our show, along with a little mail call. We'll do a little bit of that. So it's gonna be a fun show tonight. But if you missed our Brideon segment at the start of six o'clock, every every Friday we go live, brideon.tv our for our six PM program. We do some Biden flubs, the best of Biden. This week had me in fits. Oh my gosh. Half the women. Half the women of Biden's cabinet are women. Whoa. Wow. Because the other half are transgender. Right. Right. No, that's such a good point. Right? That must be what he meant. And and, 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 and honestly, if I was his press secretary, that's how I would spin it. I would come out. Exactly. Just roll with that. Now speaking of rolling with things, rolling with the Chinese balloon, hovering across the United States, show up, uh, bring up the uh, on you in your shower. Please, please, while you're singing, bring up the okay. We put an article so people can see the trajectory uh, of where the balloon is gonna go. So if you guys didn't know, China. Has launched a balloon over the United States. It's expected to be with the United States for a few days. The Pentagon be with us. It's gonna be with us. The Pentagon said uh, today that the Chinese spy balloon is currently over the center of the continental United States and they're not gonna let you know where. You should maybe maybe it should be more important to tell the citizens of the United States where the foreign object is than that trying you to might keep... shoot down. Than trying to keep the foreign, yeah, exactly. <laughs> trying to keep the foreign object from the United States. <laughs> Take cover, here comes the spy balloon. And if you don't know where this balloon is, we got even bigger problems mm-hmm. because they're they want me to believe that they got they got the that locked out on the comets get too close. Mm-hmm. This is a balloon, baby. It's a balloon. So Trump says we need to shoot it down right now. Bang, bang. We assess that it'll probably be be over in the United States for a few days. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be with us for a little while. It's but like we'll the unwelcome guest that's going to stay our with you for the weekend. Like I don't want Uncle Harry to stay any longer. He needs to go home. Send that Chinese spy balloon. This home. is bothering This is bothering me. What we're not going to do right now is get into an hour by hour location of the balloon. Oh, no, no, no. Yes, we are. Let's pull up YouTube. What the heck does it mean? What does that mean? We're just Look we don't at really this. Care where this. It's at this. Watch this. China balloon. Wow, I found this. Wait, where'd it go? Live. <laughs> I found this. Oh, come Once on. We detected no, no, the... no. Where's the trajectory? Trying to. Okay, there was a live trajectory I saw. Maybe that, maybe it was just the updates. I thought it was a live. Never mind.
3: But they are covering it live. They have live
0: coverage of this. Let me just mute this. They have live coverage of the balloon. But they're telling us that they don't know where it is hour by hour. Give me a break, we know the weather hour by hour. Don't tell me you don't know where the Chinese spy balloon is. I think what he's saying is that again, we're going to monitor it closely, as I mentioned right now. It's over the center of the continental United States. That's about as, as specific as I'm going to get. Mm, he added mm, however, the public certain, uh certainly has the ability to look up in the sky and see where the balloon is. Look at this from CNN, even Canada spots the alleged spy balloon. He says the public can look in the sky and see where it's at. It was in Montana. <laughs> The guy spotted, here's the eyewitness right here. Let's listen to this dude, wait.
7: And uh, just a few minutes earlier, I'd seen some news reports of uh, some airspace restrictions here in Billings. And uh, so I thought that was a little suspicious and I I was looking out the window like I normally do and I just happened to spot it out of the corner of my eye. And at first I thought it was a star, but I thought that was kind of crazy because it was broad daylight and and when I looked at it, it was just too big to be a star. Yeah, the reports said it might be a Chinese balloon. It seemed so brazen and just so so brazen insane to me that that anyone would even attempt to just push a balloon over the sky because to me it was just like this thing is country. so visible in the sky. But I, I guess it was this high. This
0: in- is straight up posturing by China. You're carrying the sorry, dog, Charlie. Charlie's never experienced our show before. He's going to learn. You're a little. This bit is too straight much up. Charlie. This is, this is literally China with the peacock feathers. Like we will spy balloon in your country and you can't stop us because we own your president. We own your president. That's what we always say. um Try and shoot down our ball during the primary. The, the choices were so bad, but Biden was the worst choice. Obvious worst choice. <laughs> and Michelle's like, no, no, we want Biden. We want Biden. When the China want Biden, we want Biden. You live over Biden. I love what Donna on Rumble says. Balloon watch 2023. Instead of the solar eclipse, so, it's so, the balloon watch. So supposedly, um, the balloon. Lie down, Charlie. Lie down, Char-Char. Lie down. Lie down. The balloon has what? a payload. What? But supposedly the balloon What do you mean the balloon has a payload? Hang on a minute. Ain't nobody said nothing about a payload. So I thought the definition of payload was like boss. payload. Payload is they pay him. Load? <laughs> they paying. Right. Um, could you bring up a couple of these clips here? Nobody told me about no payload. Well, he's saying that it's just for surveillance, but I didn't know surveillance drones needed uh payload.
5: Well, now we know why they
7: not want to shoot it down. They don't want to shoot it down because it's got a payload.
0: <laughs> bring it down. You don't shoot down someone that's got a payload. <laughs> I know that. You know that. I know stuff in this world and you, that's one of them. That's one of them. That's mm-hmm. It's yeah. that messenger. You better pr- shut that down. It's down. Can they see all this? I don't know. Can all right. they? Here we go. All right, so the now, DOD says the size of the payload of the China surveillance balloon is I'm gonna shut it, shut it down so I can't I see. I didn't it. shut it down. No, it's okay. Hold on, I'm getting there. It. is is why they are not that's taking it down. What I'm saying That's what I'm saying. They're taking it down because of the payload. What's in the payload? Yeah.
11: Thank you, Pat. Uh, You said that this is uh, violating our airspace.
4: So why not take it down?
12: Yeah. So, uh, you know, clearly, as we assess options um, and considering the, the size of the payload on this, uh, looking at the potential for debris uh, and the impact on civilians on the ground or property damage, again, uh, running through the, the various factors and looking at uh, in terms of does it pose a potential risk uh, to people while in the air. And right now, as I mentioned, we, we assess that it does not pose a risk to people on the ground as it currently is traversing the continental United States and so out of an abundance of caution uh cognizant of the potential impact to civilians on the ground uh from a debris field uh right now we're going to continue to monitor and review options listen to this guy on the ground as it currently is traversing the continental united states
0: it doesn't pose a threat to the people on the ground as long as we leave it in the air yes it does mister yes it does China, spying on our nation, poses a direct threat to the citizens of this nation. Okay? Do you not get that? You know, what do they call that when it's um delayed gratification or, you know what I'm saying? Like, you are setting us up. And that's what happened with the... Trump bucks and the stimulus payments. And we told y'all on this show, let me switch the screen. You know, we there's told all these... y'all on this show that if you take those Trump bucks, you're going to feel it later, right? Well, guess what? She's telling me be quiet for this adorable sleeping doggy we have here. Guess what? Now you're feeling it. All this inflation that you're feeling at the grocery stores because you took the Trump bucks. Okay, so guess what? You leave the Chinese spy balloon up in the air. Later on, they're going to use it against you. World War Eight. World War Eight. Okay, so here's the thing about this um, Chinese spy balloon that obviously is taking pictures. I feel like they're laughing at us just by having it as a balloon. Absolutely. The satellites above the atmosphere can only zoom in so much. So they can only know so much from an aerial. There's a lot that you can get from Google Maps, but you can't get everything. They are going to shoot this thing down once it's done doing what it needs to do, doing this little... Google and I think travel that this is a quid pro quo. Mm-hmm. Like they were like, China's like, Hey, we, we need
10: our balloon. Do not touch our balloon.
0: We need, us. we need to have this information about you and your nation.
10: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm telling you, talk about like classified information. The amount of classified information that China is collecting right now. Oh, you know it. Okay. Just by knowing certain traje- certain terrains and different things. Um, But wait. And I know you're going to get to this article, but let me ask you guys something. You would think when it comes to spying things that would be really important information, which they already do, all of that stuff, like, why are they spying on our terrain? Like, I'm seeing Chinese troops falling from balloons in the sky, and they are literally mapping out good places for where they're going to put their Red Dawn little you know, hideouts and military encampments and stuff like that for World War 20. I'm telling you, I, that's what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. It, it definitely could, could be. Mm. But Mm-mm. China is definitely doing something cray-cray. And I want to play for you guys. Before I get, um, there's a Trump impersonation guy. Oh, he's great. Um, But Trump has said, shoot down the balloon. He posted on True Social Friday morning after the Pentagon confirmed uh, Thursday evening that a Chinese uh, spy balloon had been floating over the U.S. for several days. Um, A senior defense official told reporters during a briefing, we are confident that this high altitude surveillance balloon belongs to the People's Republic of China. Uh, Before we get to the Trump- um video I have one more video I want you to play from the Department of Defense. Okay and it's gonna be right here last night regarding the high altitude
12: surveillance balloon I'm not gonna have much new information to provide other than to say that the North American Aerospace Defense Command continues to monitor it closely while we won't get into specifics in regards to the exact location I can tell you that the balloon continues to move eastward and is currently over the center of the continental United States. Google mapping. Again, we currently assess that the balloon does not present a military or physical threat to people on the ground.
0: A military? I'm telling you, we just went over this. Yes, it poses a threat, mister.
12: ...at this time, and we'll continue to review, excuse me, continue to monitor and review options. Finally, Secretary Austin will host a bilateral meeting today here in the Pentagon with Australian Deputy Prime Minister and Minister of Defense, Richard Marles. The secretary looks forward to discussing bilateral defense cooperation and our mutual security efforts within the Indo-Pacific region and beyond. A full readout of the engagement will post later today to Defense.gov. And with that, we'll go ahead and move to your questions. We'll start with AP, Tara
5: Hi, Pat, thank you for doing this. Um, China has said this is just a weather balloon that has veered off course. <laughs> Why is the Pentagon convinced that this is a surveillance balloon and then, Can you give us a little bit more on the status of the balloon? you said it's in the central of the uh, central u.s what state do you have any guidance for people as they see this balloon or they're trying to photograph it or maybe try and interfere with it
12: sure Uh, thanks tara Uh, so first of all we are aware of the prc's statement Um, however the fact is uh, we know that it's a surveillance balloon uh, and i'm not going to be able to be more specific than that uh, we do know that the balloon has violated U.S. airspace and international law, But uh, which you're is still letting it be there. And so we've conveyed this directly to the PRC at multiple levels. Uh, and in terms of specific locations, uh, I'm not going to be able to go into specific locations again, other than to say it's moving eastward at this time.
0: All right. They can't really say much. Uh, they are keeping us in the dark. But if you go to the very next, before you click off here, you go to the very next video, Trump has something to say. Or Trump impersonator does this one to the left to the right to the right this one no we just did to that the right one. of that one okay. okay there you go this guy yeah heard it's a plane
9: it's a spy balloon from China it's a Chinese spy balloon and when I first heard about that I thought Rosie O'Donnell and Stacey Abrams must have joined the Chinese military spy balloons but that's not what happened And the spy balloon apparently is higher than Hunter Biden. It's an incredible thing. And what is happening? We need to shoot that bad boy down. If I was your president, I would have called up President Xi and I would have said, listen, Xi, Winnie the Pooh. I call him Winnie the Pooh. I'm going to shoot down this balloon. And he would have said, please don't do that. And I said, you know what? We're going to do it. We're shooting down the balloon. We have to shoot it down right now. It's a national security threat, and Sleepy Joe is asleep at the wheel. It's a disgrace. Shoot down the balloon. It's what we have to do.
0: Okay, wait a minute. That ki- that voice did not come out of that guy. I know. He's good at that. He does, no he does all kinds of stuff, impersonation. No way. No way. Let me read some comments here. All right. Our friend Pastor Devin O'Neill says... Um, Biden works for China. We've been taking over high treason. What a joke. Jonas says uh, the balloon is full of the Chinese virus. Um, James Devon says uh, strap off your bootstraps. Amen. Uh, Leo Laco says what's in the balloon? Don't you want to know? We just found out that it has a payload. That's a, we the dog is fine. He clearly is used to me now. We found out that it has a payload. So what's in the payload? So what I love about this is I, uh, uh, this article goes further and says, out of abundance of caution, we have taken additional mitigation steps. I'm not going to tell you what those are, but we know exactly where this balloon is, exactly what it's passing over, and we are taking steps to be extra vigilant so that we can mitigate any foreign intelligence risk. No, you're not. They also added that we have communicated within the seriousness with which they, which, 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 With which which we take this issue. Um, But beyond that, I'm not going to go into the content of the message, but we have made it clear that we will do whatever is necessary to protect our people and our homeland. No, you haven't. And so if the risk profile that I described earlier, if that changes, this is what I love. So your kid Mm -hmm. um, decides to take your card, and you did not give them permission. We are monitoring and the situation. They're still driving the car. We're monitoring it. But we have communicated with them the seriousness it's of them serious. taking the car without permission. You 12-year-old. But we're going to monitor you just to make sure that you don't get in any trouble, but you can still continue to drive the car that you did not ask permission to take. You don't get to fly a spy balloon over the United States. Okay? You. This is a declaration of war in and of itself. What exactly do they have to, to be able to mitigate? What do you mean to mitigate? Have well, they got some sort of, like, mirrors that they're... They're dialecting. <laughs> no, you don't. No, you are. Here's what you're doing. You are allowing this to happen because you made some sort of deal with China. James Stone on DLive says something is going on with this balloon and our leaders are in on it. I'll bet you. I agree with you there. I'll betcha. So Kristi Noem, uh, governor of South Dakota, says now more than ever, states need to step up and defend our people from the threat posed by the Chinese Communist Party. She actually has uh, a bill that she wants to get out there that refu- that blocks uh, the the CCP from mm. purchasing land in South Dakota. And I believe all over the country that China shouldn't own any land. Come on. Period. There, in the United States. Right. None whatsoever. And you know what? Reparations would be great for African-Americans. All land owned by foreign countries, especially hostile ones, especially communist ones. Mm. Just take, take it and re, you know, district, just, you know, hand it out. to different, you know, descendants of slaves. I think that's a great idea. Absolutely. All right. Um, let's see. Leo says so. The only reason it's not shoot shot down is because there might be something in the balloon. It's the only reason. Surely, that's what I'm saying, Leo. I'm saying that that's the only reason that they're not shooting down. They're saying that if they shoot this thing down, we could have some parts that might hit some people. It's not that big. The surveillance that's there, the 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 the, 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 the things that are there that are taking pictures of you in your shower are not that big. Don't but tell me it's because you don't want it to fall hit on in somebody. The head with a- computer chip get out the um umbra- thank you all right you shut down you shoot it down we all had to take a dangum jab which we didn't but everybody in america had jack dangum jab you didn't care what happened to people then and now you're gonna let a chinese spy balloon travel through the Don't air Don't tell me that you cannot Don't get you this thing me. shot down over some pond somewhere mm-hmm. or a lake or an empty field yeah or get some sort of catch-all for it what, and why aren't we flying, like, fighter jets up there to just kind of, like, grab a hold of it with a, a what is not a harbinger, um, what's that when they, you know, like a hook yeah, there. Just, just grab, grab it. it. Grab a hold of it. Man, I've seen what they can do. They are lying to you. Oh, my goodness. This is, they are blown Don't smoke. you think that they already have run through this scenario? First of all, maybe they need to talk to me. And here's the thing. If you, here's the thing. I've got good Are solutions. they literally, don't tell, I watch Top Gun. Don't tell me that you can you have seen fighter hidden. jets mm-hmm. who can take down anything yeah. and you're and you're stuck with a balloon, a balloon. that you can't deal we with. Can't, we don't want to touch a balloon. We don't know how to deal I'm with the balloon. I'm gonna tell you why you guys we, we've never had a scenario on the balloon. Literally on the weather could balloon. just go and grapple. No, this I guarantee puppy you people get And, and paid. it's not gonna fall and hit anybody. Are they worried it's gonna blow up? Is that what the payload is? Is that why you don't want to go and grab a hold of it with a fighter jet or something like that? I'm telling you what. Okay. Helicopter. All right. So here's the thing. Probably they too have high for a helicopter. manuals on everything. Mm-hmm. If there is a object that could be used in the sky, mm-hmm. they have a manual on how to get it down. It's probably five hundred pages. They have pages a long. manual on how to get air balloon that you know balloons. They probably the down. have a how to get the Chinese spy air balloon down out of the sky for dummies book. Maybe yeah. they need to open up and read that. Maybe I'll write it if someone hasn't because I got good answers. Right. All okay. Right. Let me let's see. Biden works for the enemy. Says says Pastor Devin. One hundred percent. Totally works. All right. For the speaking enemy. of blasts. Uh, If you are in the northwest, I just want to warn you, or northeast, I just want to warn you that it's going to be cold tonight. Uh, After an unseasonably warm January across the eastern half of the lower 48, some of the coldest air of the season will pour into the northeast on Friday through Saturday. This week, the polar vortex has weakened and will allow frigid air to escape the Arctic and move southward across North America. So a ferocious Arctic blast will bring dangerous cold and blowing snow Friday into Saturday, tweeted the National Weather Service in Maine as it forecasted forecasted bone-chilling weather with wind chills in the 50s below across the north upstate new york meteorologist uh ben uh 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 tweeted the coldest air mass on the entire planet will be over new england on by friday night the only comparable air currently exists over central siberia The fast-moving polar vortex will be in and out by the latter parts of the weekend. But during the dip, the polar vortex windchills will be below, between 40 and 60 below zero zero, and uh, and are expected across uh, the New England region. By Sunday into Monday, the cold will retreat. However, a legendary Punxsutawney uh, Phil uh, saw his shadow on Thursday, which means possibly six more weeks of winter. All right. So let me tell y'all something. This is the plan. If they didn't get your chickens to stop laying with the last cold snap like they did ours. Now, everybody's blaming the feed. We are blaming the cold snap that happened because we can peg our chickens stopping laying right to that actual cold snap that we had. It was like only a few days after that. If they didn't get your chickens, they're coming after them now. So let me give you a little piece of advice. If you have 20 chickens or less... And you have a garage. You need to get them and put them in a garage and heat them, puppies, if you want to still have egg nuggets. Come and become butt nuggets. This is what you need to do because your chickens are not going to handle this, this cold snap Booty here. Nuggets. Jennifer says, I'm in FLX currently negative 1.8. <laughs> Phew! Jennifer, you have any chickens? Bring them inside. Give them a little blanket, a hot water bottle or, or something. Take, let him sleep in your bed overnight. Let him sleep in your bed. Exactly. Let him roam around, roam around in your basement. Wouldn't that All right. be fun? Exact Back to the balloon. Patriot Gallery says that the next news network said that it's an EMP. Well, we'll find out real soon, won't we? Well, um, and Glenn Beck said, I'm not saying it's an EMP, but he's flying at the level of an EMP. So maybe they're scoping mm. out so they could do it." Maybe it's a trial run for an EMP. You know what I'm saying? All right. Do. You Angry Mouth EMP? Freak says they are in on it. They are complicit. All right. So I am going to play this clip because I had dear friends of mine uh, tell me that they have um, heard from other people saying, do not feed your chi- your chickens, tractor supply feed. And it all goes back to P- Purina feed. And it could be that Purina uh, feed, the executives do not want... The competition of backyard layers, like they make more money selling their eggs and maybe their feed, mm. but there's something happening to chickens who are around the country. All of a sudden they, they have stopped laying. And then when they switch their feed, they start to lay again. And Tucker Carlson is very curious about this and, and would like to know what the heck is going on with the chicken feed. I want to know what the heck's going on with the chicken feed.
3: All right, Tucker.
6: Last spring, in March, at a press conference in Brussels, Joe Biden explained that the sanctions he was imposing against Russia, while morally necessary, were also going to cause food shortages around the world, including here in the United States. It's going to be real, he said. Now, Biden said this in a very odd way. There was no hint or panic, emotions you'd expect from a leader predicting the deaths of human beings from starvation. None of that. Instead, there was pure, nonchalant Casualness. Biden could have been describing the weather or a trip to the dry cleaners, it's gonna be real. Then Biden continued, recounting a conversation he'd had with European allies. He told us all about it. When he met with the group, Biden said, they spoke about, quote, how we could increase and disseminate more rapidly food shortages. That's what Joe Biden said, verbatim, it's on tape. So here you have the president of the United States pledging to increase food shortages at a press conference. Now, that seemed like a newsworthy event, but not a single news organization in this country seemed to notice it happened, nor did the White House correct it. But others were watching, so within days, that clip wound up on social media, and Facebook flagged it immediately as, quote, false news. Now, strictly speaking, that's untrue. There's nothing false about the video. It was entirely real. No one can test that. But apparently, Facebook users were supposed to understand that Joe Biden is senile, and therefore he's not accountable for his own words. Taking Joe Biden literally qualifies as quote, misinformation. Now we'll leave that whole episode for you to assess. We can't know what Joe Biden was thinking, if anything, when he uttered those words in Brussels. We can only tell you what happened afterward. Strange disasters began to beset food processors all over the United States. In April, the next month, the headquarters of one of this country's largest organic food distributors was destroyed in a fire, cause unknown. The next month, in a single week actually, two separate private plane crashes took out two separate food processing centers. One plane hit a General Mills plant in Georgia, the other plane hit a food plant in Idaho. By the way, back in February, a boiler explosion obliterated a potato processing plant in Oregon and so on. So even people who aren't given to connecting the dots who don't think of themselves as conspiracy nuts began to wonder, is there something here? But no one could tell. The Biden administration had no answers and no way to get to the answers because they had no data. And that's interesting because the Biden administration tracks a lot of things, the things that it cares about, the race and ethnicity and sex life, for example, of every person in America. Do we have enough Trans-Pacific Islanders playing woodwinds in major symphonies? How about gay Southeast Asians in long haul trucking? These are the questions that concern the bean counters in the Biden administration. And yet at the same time, that same administration keeps no real records about the infrastructure of our food supply. Apparently that has never occurred to them. So honestly, we can't really know one way or the other because we don't have a baseline whether something strange is going on with food suppliers. But some days you do wonder. On Saturday, an enormous commercial egg farm in central Connecticut burned to the ground for no obvious reason, huge fire. At least 20 fire departments responded, fought the blaze for over eight hours. More than 100,000 chickens died. Now that's a sad story, but what's interesting is that most media companies did not consider it a story at all. Weird, considering egg prices have become an actual problem for most Americans. Egg prices are up more than 100% in many places. And yet at that exact moment, when eggs are a concern, 100,000 chickens die in a freak fire, and the New York Times, which is right next door in a neighboring state, does not even cover the fire? What is that? Don't worry. Things like this have nothing to do with egg prices, say the media, it's just avian flu, watch.
7: Egg consumption has grown over the years as many people are eating them as their main protein source. But the production has slumped because of the ongoing bird or avian flu epidemic. Over the last year, the USDA says nearly 58 million birds have been infected in the U.S., making it the deadliest outbreak in U.S. history. Unfortunately, the infected birds have to be killed, causing the egg supplies to fall and prices to surge. In some cases, stores are running out and limiting the amount people can buy.
12: We bought eggs earlier this week here at Fry's and Levine. Uh,
6: We paid $8.99 for a dozen eggs. So if you ask the agriculture department, for example, or anyone in the Biden administration, to the extent they're paying attention, which is not much, they'll tell you that egg prices are high because avian flu, and that's a completely natural virus, just like COVID. The price have nothing to do with chicken farms burning down. Again, not that anyone in the government tracks that kind of thing. Why would they? because nothing like that could ever happen. Settle down, QAnon! And a lot of people, particularly the national news media, people who could not identify a chicken if it didn't come with dipping sauce, are satisfied with that explanation. But we noticed that some farmers who deal with chickens every day are not convinced. Some of them, some chicken farmers have noticed something odd. Their chickens aren't laying eggs or as many eggs. And these chickens don't appear sick with avian flu. They're not dying, they're still alive. They're just not producing eggs. Now, healthy hens lay eggs on a regular basis every 24 to 26 hours, but suddenly chicken owners all over the country, not all of them, but a lot of them, are reporting they're not getting any eggs or as many. So what's causing that? Clearly something's causing that. Some have concluded their chicken feed may be responsible. Watch.
13: Is the commercial feed the reason so many people's chickens have not been laying at all? This is a question that I am asking myself and I have seen all over TikTok, Facebook, everywhere. I'm talking about chickens, tons of people who are having no eggs for six, seven months. Like this is not normal. I have at least 60 hens that should be laying. I have a flock of roughly 100 and I was getting two to three eggs in the summer All summer long, I genuinely think it's the feed, especially after seeing so many people have the same problem switching to a local feed and it fixing itself. Really quick.
6: So why'd we just put that clip on TV? Because that chicken owner speaks for all chicken owners because she's the world's greatest expert on avian questions? Probably not. But because the people who should be keeping track of what's going on are clearly not keeping track of what's going on because they just don't care
0: exactly did you just say that on purpose not only do they not did you say that on purpose what egg, egg- exactly no she i said didn't egg- exactly the people in charge don't care let me read some comments here because these are some good ones um william on facebook says i just watched the video where they were showing that there was something wrong with the eggs uh that were get that we're getting that they're cooking that they should um that they're looking like plastic i've seen that as well um he says, if the price of eggs is up 100%, why is the price of eggs in the store up 600%? Wait, that would be 800%, the person that said, you know, their eggs are $8.99. Um, angry Mouth Freak on d says, boycott all of their products. Um, Jack says, I tried two bags of Purina over a year ago and less eggs... Um, thought change of diet, but who knows? Donna Mm. says Purina is owned by the same company that bought an enormous chicken producer last year. Mm. Uh, Wicked says the Northeast is currently, um, minus seven overnight. And, and, um, is it affecting their pet food too? So as far as Purina, I would say stick away, stay away from, stay away from, from the Purina food for now. Mm -hmm. Um, Leah, what are some things that chicken Owners can do maybe fodder is is a good thing You can do that in the winter where you soaked grains and you allow the you just look it up look up the directions on how to yeah. do that So our chicken stopped laying we think it might have something to do with the cold snap mm-hmm. We got we're getting um, one egg a day where normally um, in the winter we'll get at least three or four but not a lot because this is a this is a tricky time for me to be able to to gauge. Whether the the it's the feed because, because every winter your chickens, egg production goes chickens down. chickens stop laying in the winter and you can artificially have them lay more eggs if you put a light in at night. But we have a solar light that comes on. But if the sun doesn't shine, doesn't hit that in the right direction, which it hasn't been coming on, mm-hmm. and it hasn't you know been lighting that coop up at night, um, the chickens don't. The chickens actually don't lay according necessarily to temperature or uh, things like that but they do lay according to the da- number of daylight hours and also and, we didn't get fresh chicks this year so our chickens that are laying are 2 years old 2 or 3 yeah, and so that four. and so a cold snap could definitely affect them oh absolutely and so there are a lot of factors but the fact that that this is an across the board Yeah. Um, I just want to be able to give you guys some tips. If you want to come off of the feed, you can try fodder. You can try soaked grains. There are ways to make your own chicken feed at home. uh, I make my own uh, pig feed with uh, non-GMO corn, uh, whole wheat. You can go to any feed uh, place if you're anywhere near um, the country. There are feed mills wherever you can buy chicken feed. Sometimes um, a lot of these are the mom and pop places because you're not mm. going to get it at Tractor Supply or um, Royal King or anything like that. But uh, whole wheat, whole oats, uh, alfalfa tablets, which are really expensive right now. So is everything. Everything's everything expensive. Everything is expensive. Um, and so for us, uh, I do we supplement a lot for our chickens. And I happen to get six bags of black oil sunflower seeds, uh, $6 off. Because I've been boycotting sunflower seeds because they raise the price. I guess um Ukraine grows like i who knew who knew that Ukraine grew like so much the of majority our... of black oil sunflower seeds amazing, which yeah. are really, really good for chickens, yeah, so I got those on sale, and I'm just handing them out like candy now. Um, but it hasn't increased egg production at all. So I'm going to do a... Um, higher protein. Mark Baker of Baker's Green Acres suggests putting out um, bones. Like if you butcher your own pigs or cows, put out the bones, let them cakes. eat the, the meat. You mm-hmm. want a higher protein, higher fat. Those things will help as well. I'll, I will be able to tell come... It will be a month before the daylight really picks up. Mm-hmm. At the end of February is when and when chickens usually start to lay again. Yeah. So then I'll be able to really tell. But by then I will have changed... I will We'll never buy, I'm never going to buy the cheap uh, tractor supply feed uh, because it's just not worth it. Um, and we're going to, I'm going to, I'm going to switch. I'm going to go to another grain elevator and see, I'm going to try and see if it does anything. I don't think it will just for our chickens. Because um, We're think getting it's... ready to get a fresh batch of chicks and we will take you guys on that journey as well. We're going to raise yeah. them in the basement. Normally we do it outside. We wait until spring, um, but this is, that's going to be fun as well. So Williams uh, says, if, if there is something in the feed, what about the exit? Are they being produced? Could there be something that could affect people, will be in the egg, maybe cause a reaction in human beings? I hope not. I don't think so. I really don't. Um, I just think that it's the idea is to do a scare. And I think that that's why they've attacked eggs, because egg consumption is up, because a lot of people are going vegetarian. They're trying to get their protein sources from things like eggs. So I'm just saying... Calm down from the scare, but also use this if you need it to be your push mm-hmm. to get you into raising chickens. Yeah. All right. It, the the fact that there's this this shortage, I want you guys to allow yourself to be kind of pushed in that direction because it is the best way of living. Mm-hmm. And you can ensure that you will have eggs. Yeah. Just you'd have to keep up on like we didn't last year. We didn't get our fresh ba- fresh batch. So we well, like to we have tried. Every couple we of years. had uh, several chickens uh, just lay on eggs and if it doesn't work out right, then they don't hatch them out. and Instead of like buying in our own chicks, we usually let them do it the natural way. Let the mom sit on the eggs and you got some chicks. That's last year. It did not work out for us. Okay. So along the lines with this, um, you may have seen a chicken um, egg factory uh, burned down mm-hmm. recently. I think it was like a hundred thousand or 300,000 chickens. It's just awful. Um, but that's not the chicken shortage would have been the chicken shortage no matter what. What we're seeing right now is a wholesale crashing of the economy Why Joe Biden is Purposeful. looking you in the eye saying everything is fine. Like yeah. speaking of chicken little, it's the opposite of that. The sky is falling. The sky is falling. The no, sky is not falling. Is Meanwhile, falling. it's literally coming down around you. Yeah. So I have a couple videos uh, from Steve Cortez on his chalk talks that are going to kind of break down some of the the things in the economy, and then we're going to kind of talk about the electricity prices and how astronomically high they've gotten. But let's hit this one first where uh, you can tell the economy is doing poorly uh, because of the repossessions of vehicles. Now, during COVID, everybody got these stimulus checks, and what we try to tell people is it's just a loan and you're going to owe back more than what they gave you. Mm. But a lot of people went and it's they bought inflation. cars. And then for a long time, the used car market was just sky high and the car market went sky high. And now the repo man is coming after those cars. Yep, you always gotta pay the boatman.
8: Patriots, tragically, massive corporate layoffs. They are accelerating, especially in the tech space. But one job that's very much in demand, being a repo man, because Americans cannot afford their cars. Let's look at the numbers in a chalk talk. Last year, 2022, Americans lost $1 trillion in real disposable income. That was the worst percentage drop since the Great Depression, making it incredibly hard for Americans to deal with rising interest rates and more expensive loans on things like automobiles. Car payments, $1,000 a month or higher, that's now 16% of all auto loans, all time high. For context, three years ago, that number was only 6% which translates into a giant jump in the percentage of Americans who are severely delinquent in their auto loans, meaning they haven't paid in three months. We just put in a number of almost 6% there, which is worse than the levels of the Great Recession of 2008, 2009. Patriots, these numbers, this economic reality makes it imperative that the House GOP hold the line regarding the debt ceiling.
0: (laughs) Good luck. I like your line there, but I'm not sure that they are going to be able to uh, hold the line. All right, let's listen to the next. Well, one. Well, no? um, yeah. So the the auto crisis is actually it's 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 really, um, pretty scary. And I read an article. I'm going to bring this up from Zero Hedge. We're in a perfect storm more Americans can't afford their car payments than during the peak of the financial crisis. Wow. For every year, we have been, uh, this is from Zero Hedge, we've been Got dutifully it. tracking several key uh, data sets within the auto sector to find the critical inflection point um, and perhaps most leading of economic indicators, which will uh, pres- presage not only a crushing auto loan crisis, but also, the sig- to also signal the arrival of a full-blown recession. One which the NBER won't be able to ignore, as the U.S. customers, consumers, are once again tapped out. A month ago, we said that in our view, the moment has now arrived. The latest data from Fitch confirms as much. But, but first, for those readers unfamiliar, you can. There's a bunch of articles that Zero Hedge has been tracking for a while. So while the big picture is clear, Americans are using ever more debt to find record car. Uh, Record new car prices fast forwarding to today. We have observed two ominous new developments The latest consumer uh, credit report from the Fed revealed a dramatic spike in the amount of new car loans Which increased by more than two thousand dollars in one quarter from just uh, over 38,000 a record to 40,000 So what you're seeing this is absolutely insane Okay, this is the amount in new car loans. So from 25,000 to forty thousand, no just, thirty-eight. Well, okay, it's up here above the forty thousand. Okay, for, no, it's two thousand and one quarter. Okay, well, I'm talking about from. I was getting ready to say from from two thousand and eight, March of two thousand and eight to September of twenty twenty-two. A new car loan, the average that that's being financed is fifteen thousand dollars more. This is insane. This is insane. In two thousand and eight, when Barack Obama was president, a new car loan. Average twenty five thousand dollars, and then that That's, actually man. stayed really, really steady. If you just kind of look at that one more time, that stayed really steady. Go ahead and bring it, make it big for people. That stayed pretty steady up until Donald Trump was president until twenty sixteen. So what you've seen is this dramatic increase. Right. Um. In twenty eighteen, Donald Trump is still president. Five thousand dollars more. And we were seeing some horrible numbers during Donald Trump's presidency. We kept saying, this is going, this is crazy. You can't keep doing this. Um, you can't keep adding to the debt ceiling. We were talking about like even the huge budget that Donald Trump approved. Mm. And you see this spike in um, March uh, of 2020. And then it goes down a little bit. And then right now, the the this is how much new cars cost. And that's the same thing. Like we're going to talk, talk about electricity. Uh, this shouldn't come as a shock a simple reason why new car loans have hit record highs is simply because new car prices have soared to all-time highs as the next chart shows and you can see the new car loans versus the new car CPI here and um while the loans were going were going up and the car prices stayed stayed down um the the loan uh prices have now just literally got you know they're just equal now Something happened there in 2018 where the car prices were low, but the loans were high. Yeah. And that means Americans were taking on more debt to actually what the cars were costing. Uh, And here we will ignore for uh, the time being cause and effect or chicken or egg whether record new car prices are the result of uh, easy record credit or whether record uh, new car loans are simply tracking the explosive surge in car prices and instead focused on something even more ominous. The explosion in the average interest rate on a 60 month auto loan, according to Bankrate, as of January 27th, the number is just over 6.6% almost doubling since the start of 2022 and the highest in 12 years. It is this surge in nominal auto debt, as well as the unprecedented spike in new auto loan rates that we believe has finally pushed the U S car sector into the infamous wily coyote point of no return. Um, And so I just, you can, you can look at this historical trends, but what it, this breaks down to is people are not going to be able to drive their cars. Yeah. And they're not going to be able to get where they need to go. And Patriot Alley would say, "Get a horse," because at that point you probably could afford a horse. <laughs> no kidding. One such borrower is Joseph Fields in Fort Worth, Texas. He too fell behind on his car payments and now faces a hit to his credit score. With his monthly bill at five hundred dollars, five hundred fifty-six dollars for a 2021 Subaru, the 25-year-old was having a hard time figuring out which cost to prioritize. He wouldn't have had he wouldn't have such a hard time if instead of buying a car, which according to CarMax costs around thirty-five thousand dollars now. And uh, the cost even more new had instead purchased say a 1998 Hyundai. But again, this is sadly not an article. So here's the thing. unfortunately, with this article recommending buying like a 19 you can't buy a 1998 car. okay I we have a 99 Jeep that that needs so much that has needed so much work that, that has been completely redone almost. okay um, We have a 2001. GMC Savannah Mm -hmm. you can't here's the thing guys and and people with like you know oh just buy a used car the problem with buying a car older than 10 years is you are going to be putting money into that thing lots of money and it's going to even it's going to balance out right eventually unless you have somebody like we do no, it's still costing us lots and lots of money. But it doesn't cost a new car. No, it doesn't cost a new no, car. No, it doesn't cost a new car. Okay, it doesn't cost us $35,000 nope. to buy, you know, new car worth. Um, and so, you the know. The point is that this is unsustainable. Yeah. Either way, used mm-hmm. car, new car, because then the used car prices are skyrocketing and people well, can't yeah. afford to buy used cars. So used anymore. cars used to be between 7 and 15 and now they're 20 to 25 Yeah. You guys helped us, uh, a few of you, when all five of our cars broke down at one time. While we were out of work because our business shut down because of COVID lockdown. And uh, Kansas and I actually rode bicycles to get a part for the Jeep. (laughs) or Dave was like why are you doing I'm like eh, it's, it's fine oh our friend Ashley is here she says no wonder Obama has the cash or had the cash for clunkers programs mm. that wa- that way they can't get a hold of used cars you know we thought that at the time Ashley that's such a good point because we were like what's gonna happen like when we meet the these used cars those people who were just turning got crushed. in those ca- cash for clunkers those people had money on hand to buy new cars mm. those were decent cars I know those were really He's going into cars. a landfill, right? Yes. <sighs> All right, craziness going on. Patriot says horses. Tracy says, I ride a bicycle wherever I go. People feel bad for me. LOL. You know, back in 2003, we started riding bikes everywhere around Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. We sold everything that we owned. We sent seven big boxes back here to Ohio. And then we got on a bike and went. Our, it was, that's where go bag comes from. Get on a bike and go. And we rode the country. But while we were preparing for that trip and riding everywhere, people kind of wondered, like, are you just poor now or what? It's like, what happened to just being able to ride your bike? Maybe I don't want to have a car. Maybe I don't want a car payment. Maybe I don't like cars. You know, I think we should all just get on horses and go. I do. Get on horses and go. Get on a horse and go. All right. So it's not just your car payments. Here it comes. Electricity is going crazy. Crazy high. Yeah. And a record number of 285,000 Illinois residents saw their power shut off due to non-payment in 2022. What? And that is a socialist state, by the way. They're supposed to leave your... They're supposed to make sure that everybody has their electricity, right? Wow. A new report compiled by the Center for Biological Diversity has revealed that the number of households having their electricity disconnected by power companies as a result of not being able to pay soared between 2021 and 2022. Leading the way among the states, Illinois, big blue state there, whose main electricity provider shut down power for almost 300,000 people between January and October of 2022, a massive increase over the previous year. So these companies, the uh, Exelon, Commonwealth, Edison, and uh, Ameron, accounted for the vast majority of shutoffs, and they've been criticized for increasing executive sh- salaries oh, come while on. working to make electricity more expensive for customers. That's how it Oh Edcom imposed a 26% rate hike in October of 2021 and gained permission from regulators in, tw- in November of 2022 to raise prices yet again by $199 million. Meanwhile, customers were having their lights turned off for non-payment. During this time, ComEd was also embroiled in a corruption scandal. And you know what's interesting is that we had the Speaker of the House here in Ohio mm-hmm. that was embroiled in an energy scandal. Because here's the thing; it's just like with Why the jab. Is it always the energy. Because it's one thing that everybody needs. Come on, okay. Gots so in it. Illinois, this uh, Com Ed, in which it was accused of using ratepayer funds as part of a bribery scheme, which we know that's what happened here in Ohio, and the Speaker of the House is uh, from a couple of years ago, who, by the way, was voted in by we've got in Ohio. And this is a side side note. They're calling them the Blue Twenty Two. Because we had a speaker of the house, who was voted on by a non-committal vote. It's a vote, and, and he's going to be speaker of the house. And he was like a Trump, uh, Trump Indian America for speaker of the house, and everybody was great with him and everything was excited. Well, these Blue Twenty Two, which is twenty-two Republicans. Okay, the, the Republicans have like forty-nine seats in the Ohio House. They should be able to pick whoever they want. Turncoats. Okay. So what these Blue Twenty Two did is they went with thirty-eight. All thirty-eight. Democrats, and voted in a different speaker. It was a Republican, but a blue Republican. Mm-hmm. And they did this when the previous speaker of the House, that they'd already, they've done this twice now. Yeah, The previous time they, they put a guy in, that guy right now is under, uh, his trial starts in March for doing this bribery sc- type scheme. With it's everywhere. Company. It's everywhere. All right. So uh the bribery scheme to secure the passage of a 2011 legislation that implemented a formula rate system, formula rate system. The system subjected customers to hundreds of millions of dollars in rate hikes over the last decade. But Ed, Com Ed uh, benefited to the tune of $4.7 billion Mm-mm-mm. at the onset of COVID-19. A more por- moratorium on shutups due to non-payment was imposed um, but that, um, by late of 2021, no forgiveness was offered. Now, if you could bring up Steve Cortez, he has another chalk talk on electricity prices. If I just like that. This. I will. Um, Tracy says a biker is cheap. A bike is cheaper than a horse. Yes. They're right about that. Uh, I, we just like it because it's, you know, you can do a lot more. You can't plow a field with a bike. Um, so Bernie says, I am at age 75. I live in a hilly area. I'm too old to ride a bike. Oh, I get it. I, I get it. it. Yep. But, and this just goes to the idea that they are trying to control and and kind of box us in. Box you in. To do That's what the they want. That's the same thing with, like, the electric cars. Yes. We talk about that all the time. Kevin Bacon's got a commercial for electric cars, and it's like... Uh, oh, look, we can go really, really far and, and it'll, you'll get uh, 80% charge in like uh, half an hour or something like that. So, yeah, I've got to sit there and, and do something mm-hmm. while you're charging up. And then my Uncle Jack was like, what about the other 20%? That's How long your, long that, that probably take? takes a couple hours. Are you shocked
8: at your latest utility bills? Well, if you are, you're hardly alone. But for millions of Americans it's an absolute crisis because they are literally having their power shut off. Let's look at the numbers in a chalk talk. From the Chicago Sun-Times data last year, January through October, the most recent month we have, 1.5 1.5 million Americans had their power shut off. How does that compare in context? Well, for electricity shutoffs up 29% over the prior year, for natural gas up 76% over the prior year. And this stunning number may get even worse soon because prices are spiking. For example, in California right now, according to the utility SoCal Gas, typical winter heating bill has gone from $130 a month last year to $315 a month this year, a rise of 142%. This reality is simply unaffordable for many, many Americans. Mm -hmm. It's a consequence of Biden's war on American energy and the exorbitant borrowing and spending of the Washington Uniparty. We're counting on the GOP House to hold the line.
0: All right, so I wanna tell you guys a little bit about that 385% gas bill jump. You might not be able to bring this up because I'd put in my email to get this one Bloomberg article. Um, jumps, stuns Californians, and I put it in a separate window, uh, facing cold, wet winter. Nationwide, wholesale natural gas prices have fallen about 50%. The opposite trend has emerged in the Golden State, where prices have risen 63%. And uh, Endra Bard knew her gas bill was going to rise significantly, but was not prepared for a 385% increase. She's 52 years old. She lives in Santa Monica. And she opened her statement to find she owes $330 for the month of January. She looked back at her old bills, and she paid an average of $68. Oh my gosh. That's probably, you know, our average is for natural gas because we have natural gas yeah. here. And we have a natural grass furnace, but we heat with wood. So we barely run it. Mom kicks it on when she wants to get in the shower. Um, but other than that, we, we we don't need to use it. We pay a $30 stupid rider fee, um, but it heats our hot water. That's pretty much it. No, we use it for our stove too. And our stove. Right, exactly. And and ours is about that for natural gas. Um, but I could, could you imagine no. if we, if you had opened up our bill, yeah. that, that to, to, to be $330 just for the natural gas part, cause that's usually the cheapest part. That's like, I, I kind of consider it free right. almost because I'm paying 30 bucks and it's like 30 bucks, 35 bucks right. in, in, in heating some water. Uh, Bard texted friends and family around Southern California and quickly realized she was not alone all over the state. <laughs> residents are complaining of sky high energy bills. It's just shocking uh, said Bard, who uses natural gas to heat her two-bedroom apartment. This can't be sustainable. Could you imagine three hundred thirty dollars for a two-bedroom apartment? No. And most people don't have that kind of disposable income. By mm-hmm. the way, right? Charlie agrees. Charlie agrees. About seventy percent of homes in California rely on gas for heat. Um, and uh, <laughs> Charlie. Charlie hasn't met Matt yes, Kansas yet. He did yet. meet him. Oh yeah, he has. That's right. I he'll forgot. he get over he, it. he get over it. Um, it's fine. <laughs> we should be good. Oh, mom! It's just it he's barking at Kansas Matt. We're we're, we're gonna be friends here in a second. He'll no. get over it. He'll get over it. Charlie, his name is Char- Charlie. Charlie, be friends. <laughs> Charlie, <laughs> it's a good. Go stand next to Matt. Let he's Charlie know Charlie. he's a friend. Can, can... All right, so. <laughs> Go teach Charlie that Matt's a good a good friend. Charlie. Electricity yeah, shutoffs soared um, 80% in Maryland last year, according to a utility watchdog group that says terminations of consumers' electric and gas service for non payment has turned into a national epidemic. Electric companies cut off power to Maryland's households more than 74,000 times last year. Um, shutoffs in the 30 states in Washington where data are available, including Maryland, totaled 1.5 million. Based on that data, researchers estimate that in all 50 states, 4.2 million households shut off. Sh- household shutoffs occurred. Utility shutoffs are spiraling out of control, said a report. The researchers blame what they call a broken utility business model. And this is absolutely crazy. Um, I do believe they are doing this to hurt people. Um, in uh, Maryland, BGE, the state's largest electricity provider, with 1.2 million residential customers um, and 600 about 700,000 gas customers, reported about 8,000 shutoffs in 2020, uh, 27,000 in 2020 shutoffs in 2021, and 60,600 through October. Those those are just astronomical jumps in in numbers of of people getting you know having their energy shut off and again with the lefty people who are saying hey we want to take care of you hey the government's going to take Mm-mm-mm-mm. care of you these shutoffs and things are happening in a this is all of these because of these leftist policies mm. they cannot i'm telling you this is the inflation that happens when they when the debt ceiling just blows a gasket right right okay go ahead and bring up a couple mm-hmm. of these uh video, youtube videos up i've got um. Judy says he's voicing <laughs> his concerns over the well, you surely pills. know he's very upset about you're that. right about that Judy here we go hang on there we are
3: It's because we all have how much more it costs to keep your home warm and to keep your lights on.
9: And recently one of our utility companies said that there may be rolling blackouts this winter. In tonight's Question Everything, a WBZ Viewer, Stephen, asked what's going on with the rising energy prices and the threat of rolling blackouts. Well, I went straight to the top to get some answers. Stephen Chardon fires up his electric stove and then gets fired up about his electric bill for his Andover home. And then this is the rate for December. His recent national grid bill doubled from 16 cents per kilowatt hour up to 33 cents. So he reached out to us <laughs> with questions about what the utility companies
10: are doing right now. I'm not sure that a lot of people can afford those kind of jumps no in, we in, can. in the cost of their electric bill. Their food bill, their gas bill, and and on and on and on. We had
9: questions too. First, I went to Eversource and its system control center. I was asked not to give out its location.
12: The room that you're in is handling all of that transmission for eastern Massachusetts.
9: On a towering screen, we watched power going town to town, house to house. They compare it to air traffic control, only it's electricity flying around expensive electricity.
12: I feel for our customers right now.
9: Joe Nolan is the CEO of Eversource, and I asked him why exactly our prices is so high. Now, we know it starts with the war in Ukraine. Russia stopped sending gas to Europe. There's less supply, but plenty of demand. If you want it, you have to pay up, and back here at home, where most electricity is actually produced from natural gas, Eversource doesn't have its own power plants, and so they're relying on plants that are buying and storing less fuel.
12: And these generators, uh, because of the price of fuel is so high, they're only storing say forty to fifty percent of the fuel that they need on site.
9: Eversource is worried that there won't be enough to keep these transmission lines going.
12: So I wrote to President Biden asking him. They've got significant you know, strategic petroleum reserves. There's
4: an opportunity here.
9: Some of it was released in October to help with gas prices. But Nolan says it's not enough. Which brings me to my next question. Will your power be shut off? There are two words causing major unease here and for folks at home rolling blackouts if we were to have a stretch of bitterly cold weather which happens here in new england eversource warns that they may have to shut down power to customers for a short period of time
0: so it's very interesting that you're gonna have bitter cold weather this weekend dun, dun, dun. <laughs> i think they're trying to uh just really just punish the american people that's the same clip is it yep. oh okay then we, we got another one over here okay
11: tonight's impossible help with Energy bills. This comes as some Cornelius residents say that they're pretty heated over their high gas bills from Dominion Energy. This is actually an update to a story we brought folks just a few weeks ago.
8: And tonight the company's saying there's some relief in sight. Austin Walker joins us in studio. And Austin, they also said something else people might like to hear.
13: Yeah, so it's all about saving money. Everybody wants to do that right now, right? So if your bills were high, there are some tips and tricks that you could use to save a few bucks. But that way to save is tell us people puzzled. The last time you heard from Karen Capone
5: I'm mad as hell and I'm
13: not gonna take it anymore She was just trying to make sense of her gas bill The
10: $180 bill
13: Wondering why she's paying more cents
10: And I said, whoops, I forgot to pay last month's gas bill And then I'm looking and then I noticed there's this notice saying Oh, by the way, we're increasing you
13: it was because wholesale gas sellers in the Gulf jacked up their prices. After our story aired, Dominion Energy reaching out, providing
11: updates and some good news that's coming your way. In December, um, the Utilities Commission approved um, a cost of gas reduction. Person
13: spokesperson for Dominion Energy, saying each customer's bill will be about 6 bucks less a month. $6. But that's not all. And then before the it all place. on
11: Monday there's another opportunity for about a $13 bill reduction on top of that $15. to become effective on February 1st bills. Dominion also says, if you're struggling to make ends meet, there's a slew of programs you can apply for. We have doubled our contribution to heat care our heat heating assistance program. So essentially, any one of our customers can go to their local Salvation Army office and they can ask um, about heat care um, in addition to heat care, we have partnerships with over like ninety yeah, assistance agencies welfare. across North Carolina.
5: Well, that's great. Touching Electric base Dance. with
13: Capone Thursday to see if she's looking into these programs. One concern comes to mind.
11: Well, to see if I'm eligible. Most of these assistance agencies um, and opportunities are. Um, income based either you're too poor to be poor or too rich to you know to be poor we've got a budget billing program which levelizes their bills it helps it make it more predictable especially for those that you know perhaps are on a tighter budget but may not be going through let's say you know a, a financial hardship
13: and while there's questions answered capone is still left wondering why she feels nickeled and dimed
5: my house is not heated by gas so i'm trying to figure out How would I spend $180 that, you know, it's winter time, you don't take that many showers in the winter.
13: Saying it's more than just a penny for her thoughts. Yes, we've also gotten some comments.
0: so okay. she saying? Play, Hang on, that. Just, just, About it.
13: utility bills, tonight, let's look at just one of those. One of the questions we have is, you know, without a lot of usage, why is my bill going up so high? Like, I didn't use my oven or heat my home. Now, the answer to this, they say, even though you're not touching that dial or thermostat, your house is still working in overtime just to keep that temperature set at that desirable degree, like a 69 or 68, what that might look like. But still, a lot of okay, information. Okay, so she had
0: said, I don't heat. Why? In the world, would you have a gas bill of $180? For your hot water heater. Okay. And she's like, I don't take that many showers. And then for their, that Dominion. Or your washing machine, I uh, guess. Electricity company to come and say, we are working on getting you like this $6 discount. Don't and she says, you it. The $13 did you see one? her straight face? Six and dollars. then we're working on, but you know why it's a big deal for them? Because $6 spread over for like thousands a, well, of like customers. let's say they've got like 2 million customers. Yeah. That's $12 million. Yeah. And $13 is $26 million. So to them, I'm giving up, you know, I'm giving up, you know, $35 million. Be happy peasants. It's like throwing up a bunch of pennies. I've got all these pennies and I'm out of my pennies. Um, but they're making billions of dollars. Billions of dollars, and it's just a slap in the face to get a hundred and eighty dollar uh gas bill, and you don't even heat with it. Someone said and to earlier, get a nineteen dollar discount. Here's the thing that's so ridiculous I'm about too, all I'm of too this. poor to be poor. Too rich to be poor. Uh, once too again, poor, you know, uh, because we Take have money. the Kansas Cowboy, and he's so industrious, and he watches all kinds of videos. And and I know that if push came to shove right? Because we have this wood burning stove. We could have hot water because he would do something with copper pipe and coils and all this, that, and the other, and we would have hot water, right? Yeah, I've seen that. What doesn't make sense to me, or does, I guess I should say, as a society, all of these things that we view as modern conveniences, that we just have to have, that we're willing to spend thousands upon thousands upon thousands of dollars Mm -hmm. to have, we could still have by going Amish, right? You could have hot water going Amish. Like literally, like I said, you wrap copper pipe around your hot water stove. You can cook on the, or excuse me, you can cook on the um, the wood-burning stove. Our Amish have a refrigerator that is built out of giant blocks of styrofoam. Now, they used to use hay bales for this. And they get their ice off of a pond every well, winter. And they, they keep ice literally through the entire wait, summer. they they... They help each other make ponds. It's a very cool system. They got these horses and they run, they go around in circles. Wait, let me finish. They run around in circles, digging out these ponds and they make the ponds just to make the ice. That's my point. But it's, but it's not that big of a deal. Now, if you want to actually have electricity, God just so happened to put these things called rivers. All throughout America, like veins. It's all around the world. There's rivers everywhere. You could have water wheels on every single in every town producing enough electricity for that town to do minimal things. Right? And so I'm just like, not just even that. Like I I love what's the show that we watch with the Rainies? Uh, Where they go and they yeah, they, every, they help these people. They will off, f- they will go. hook up generators just from runoff. From little, pot, little creeks, yeah. right? There is absolutely no reason whatsoever that we as a society should be dependent on these giant industries of fossil fuels. Literally no reason whatsoever, because with a minimal amount of effort, you can still have modern conveniences. Um, I think that we need to talk about something that's really important. Here it comes. Um, Michelle Obama stages. is probably running for president, but... She uh-uh. has an issue and she wants to let you know about wait, it. Wait, 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 This would be the best news ever. Like I would really enjoy this. So she wants everybody to know that she's hit menopause and the creep is hitting in. The creep? Yeah, the creep. The creep? Yeah, the creep. Is that Biden? No, it's
5: worse. You have this slow creep.
6: You have this slow creep. And no, she's not talking about Joe Biden here, who is technically one of the slowest creeps in America. She's talking about her own thighs. Now, why is Michelle Obama telling you about her menopausal thighs on a TV show? Possibly because she's a crazed narcissist who thinks her own thighs are interesting to you. And that's, of course, true. But there may be other reasons. You have this slow
5: creep.
0: And actually, now that that I have watched, you know, there's some things that are super important in life. Michelle Obama's thighs and menopause. And then there are some things that, um, I'm, I I want you to go to my Twitter feed and I'm going to retweet this out because this whole segment on Michelle Obama is just worth watching in in the, in the mission of all the world being important. Okay. This one is it. This one's really important. All right. We're going to make this big, big, we'll do the big screen here.
6: a new emergency at least until we start sending ground troops to ukraine and the population becomes suitably hysterical again so because they need an emergency they found one and the new emergency turns out to be the old emergency which is white racism now unfortunately for the democratic party white racism is one commodity (laughs) like cedar boards that's getting harder to find very few unarmed black men are killed by white cops these days where's george floyd when you need him So instead, in a pinch, they've settled for an unarmed black man killed by black cops, which they have informed us. Nevertheless, despite all appearances, is still the product of white racism. And Barack Obama enthusiastically agrees. This is Barack Obama's lane. He was elected president twice on this kind of stuff. So he immediately jumped into the middle of the Memphis tragedy to remind us that white middle class Republicans did this. Blood is on their hands. Selma, Dr. King, Rodney King, Trayvon Martin. They're all the fruit of white supremacy. It's true. And as Obama explained on Twitter, you can learn a lot more about how it's true on his website. Okay. So we decided to go there. We went to the Obama Foundation website today. And there we found an entire section on how we have to continue to defund the police. Yes, people are still saying it. Quote, cities like Los Angeles, Baltimore, and Philadelphia have reduced their budgets for their police departments, the Obama Foundation explained without laughing. These cuts made funding more available for other elements of public safety, like affordable housing. Right. Because affordable housing is public safety. Unless that affordable housing is in Chicago or Baltimore, in which case you're likely to be killed. But whatever. The point is, take three steps back. Barack Obama, the former president, is weighing in directly on America's latest fake hate crime. And you have to wonder why. He's not doing it for himself. Obama is retired at this point. He's living on Martha's Vineyard with all the other rich white people. He's doing it for his wife. His wife who's never had a real job and apparently is feeling kind of restless approaching 60. And that's why you may have noticed that six years after leaving Washington, Michelle Obama is back in the news. She's got a new book and a media tour and even a federally funded hiking trail named for herself in Atlanta. Why has she emerged in this way? Well, there might be a reason. In fact, if you didn't know any better, if you were visiting this country from a foreign land trying to figure out what's going on in the U.S., you might mistake what michelle obama is doing right now for the beginnings of a presidential campaign so first you have a manufactured white racism panic that's a clue but the clincher is menopause unlike every other woman over 50 in all human history michelle obama we're sad to tell you has menopause it's not clear where she caught it maybe there was an outbreak in (laughs) egerton but it's bad at one point michelle obama gained up to six pounds you don't know how much she suffered Let's put it this way. Baton, death march survivors, she laughs at you. You can't fathom her pain. Watch her talk about it on TV.
5: I am still physically active and my goal now, instead of having Michelle Obama arms, I just wanna keep moving. Just keep moving. If I can walk, move, I don't have to run, I don't have to beat everyone. So I've had to change the way I see myself in, the, in, in my health space moving. If I can walk, move, I don't have to run, I don't have to beat everyone. So I've had to change the way I see myself in the, in, in my health space. I never used to weigh myself. I'm not trying to stick to numbers, but when you're in menopause, you have this slow creep.
6: You have this slow creep. And no, she's not talking about Joe Biden here, who is technically one of the slowest creeps. Of course, true. But there may be other reasons. Consider that today's Washington Post expressed deep dissatisfaction with Joe Biden's current heir, Kamala Harris. Now, Harris is a woman who cannot even consistently pronounce her own first name. And she might not be, as the Post suggests, up for the job of leading this country. And we're quoting, some Democrats are worried about Harris's political prospects, the paper says. They're worried she may not have the quote, political skills to win a national race. Whoa, wait a second, pale colonizer. Kamala Harris doesn't have
9: skills? Isn't that racist?
6: Well, as the Post reports, yes it is. Quote, some party members fear that Americans are simply not willing to elect a woman of color as president, especially given the racism and sexism they see emerging in recent years. Yeah, cause there's more now. <laughs> so here's the problem for the Democratic Party. The current vice president is totally incompetent and universally loathed by everyone, including her staff and possibly her husband who literally kissed her with a mask on. We're not judging, but you can see it for yourself. So you don't want her, but you can't just ditch her for a white dude, sorry, that's not equity. So where do you go from here? Ooh, good question. And it turns out it's a question that Michelle Obama seems to have been thinking about recently. Here she is this fall, considering the matter of whether her elderly old servant, sorry, her dear, dear friend, Joe Biden, should grace this country with yet another term as president,
5: watch. But it's a tough job. And I think that he's doing the, the best he can under some tough circumstances. Do you hope that President Biden will run again in 2024? You know, I, 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 I will have to see it's, you know, the, the reason I don't speak on that is because I know what it feels like to be on the other side of it. And I think that that's a personal decision. I don't want to be one of the millions of people weighing in on what he should do. <laughs> He's doing
6: a uh, pause here the best he can. to where he runs again. Michelle Obama is going to have to much longer pause here, accompanied by wearied sigh. She's going to have to, quote, have to see about Joe Biden. Have to see. The question is, will the rest of us have okay. to see a whole you know, lot more of so Michelle? Like she's
0: probably making herself more uh, uh, appealable to the middle class women, the white women, mm-hmm. um, who will like vote for her because she seems way nicer than Hillary Clinton. Oh, sure. But the, the Michelle Obama that starves herself and works out really hard, uh, she's kind of bitter and a little angry cause she's hungry. Um, and she's working really hard to be like, honestly, I think the fact that she's talking about her weight goes to show you that she does want to run in 2024 and they're telling her right you need to lose weight and be skinny and she's like no i think that's why she was like really standoffish about about running she's like i'm not losing weight i'm not doing it i'm not being the thin thing again if y'all want me you're gonna have to take me as i am and i'm just gonna lay it out there and just tell y'all you go through menopause and you just get fat well, let me tell you something. That's not really how it works, okay? Lots of women go through menopause and they don't gain a bunch of weight. And don't tell me she just gained six pounds. I'm not trying to be judgmental. I don't care what, how, what size you are, okay? God loves every big, small, little, whatever, okay? But you did not just gain six pounds. I can tell you by the picture, okay, lady. The point is, she is saying, "I'm done, st- like not working just, so working hard, so hard be... for my looks." To yeah. So if fine, I'll do it, but you get me like you get me. Well, and I think that, that that they have to spin it, right? Yeah. So that women will say, "Well, I I understand you. I, feel I get you. you. I feel you. All right. I feel you. I feel you. All right. All right let, let me, me read some of... comments oh, here because this is these these have been some good ones while we've been going on here. Um, let's see. Patriot Galaxy says, "What about God? You cannot um, board a horse and use it every day. What um, are shutting everything down? Known if? Hang on. There's some typos here. Let me let me let me rephrase what she's trying to say here." um, you can't board a horse and use it every single day. You got to have it like on your land. Um, you have, you have a choice between freedom or slavery. And that's what we're looking at here, there. Um, oh, somebody that was in reply to somebody saying that horse boarding cost is extremely high. Um, it, listen guys, when we talk about the horse thing, It's a whole societal shift. I get Jeff's like, listen, I live in an apartment, man. I want to get some land. I'm 63 years old. Like, it's not that easy. You're right. But that doesn't mean that we don't say that it's the best way to live and that we should all aspire to it and that society needs to shift back to that. Does that make sense? Um, I love what Bernie says here. I live on a quarter of an acre um, from, excuse me, I live on, I live a quarter of a mile from a butcher shop. Convenience store, meat lockers to rent, and even off-road and diesel and gas pumps. I have a large garden. We had raspberry patch, a strawberry patch. Um, found much blueberries in the woods. Um, and then again, Jeff says the Amish have been living that way for more than a couple of years. Um. So yeah, I get it. I totally get it. I I get where you guys are coming from. It's not that easy to to make the transition, but just but mentally, there are small we need transitions to, that we can make. Um, and if we can begin to do those small transitions, then, uh, you yeah. know, we can be got, all right. Of so back to, to Michelle Obama. Everyone's like, I don't care about big Mike. I know she's a dude, yada, 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 yada. Listen, I don't care. Mm-hmm. I really, I frankly, I don't care about the conspiracy, whether Michelle Obama is her dude or not for all intents and purposes. She's living as a female. Okay. And that's all you need to know. Bottom line. All right, at this point, there's not enough evidence to me, and I've seen all the videos and her shaking me around or whatever. I get it. get where y'all are coming from. But for all intents and purposes, right now, we're looking at a female. It really does not matter. All right, speaking of females in uh, power, Gavin Newsom's like, I don't know if this is his second wife, third wife, because uh, you know he was married to the gal that... John Jr. left his wife for. Mm-hmm. This is kind of weird. I'm not happy with that. But, anyways, um, Jennifer Siebold Newsom, who boasts a net worth between 18 and 22 million in unison with her husband, uh, California Governor Gavin Newsom earned 1.4 million, charging public schools around the country to screen her documentaries. You're kidding. Yeah. The watchdog group opened the books, reported on their findings, which showed Newsom and her nonprofit. The represent, Representation Project raised up to 1.4 million in film licensing fees since uh, 2012. Sybil Newsom's nonprofit released four films for which she is credited as a writer and director, advocating for gender justice. Uh, her gender identity films are produced through her, her non for her for profit operation, Girls Club Entertainment, which is then licensed to the nonprofit, The Representation Project. To the public schools, the Representation Project claims that they fight sexism through films, education, research, and activism. The documentaries screened include woke titles such as Misrepresentation, The Mask You Live In, The Great American Lie, and Fair Play. All titles were licensed to the public schools in all 50 states. And Governor Gavin Newsom, a prospective presidential candidate, appeared in at least two of the films. Open the book said that the documentaries were licensed to individuals, corporations, and schools and came with their own lesson plans. Roughly 2.6 million (coughs) students viewed the films in 5,000 schools, which spent up to $49 to $600 to screen the films. So basically about, you know, what is this, 50 cents a kid or something like that? According to the Representation Project's impact report, the organization's film curricula have been used in 5,000 schools in 50 states. And the uh, tax records show that since 2012, the nonprofit has generated 1.4 million in just film screening revenue. Just. Newsom's film, The Mask You Live In, features the website addresses of porn sites, including Pornhub and several others that I'm not going to say out loud. The pornographic images displayed in the film are tagged with descriptions such as dominations, blank, blank, kinky couples, and dirty brunettes. Oh, Newsom included images of naked or mostly naked women being slapped, handcuffed, and brutalized in pornographic videos. The pictures are graphic even when blurred. Screenshots of those uh, scenes can be found. You don't need to see them. These jarring pictures are displayed with their corresponding porn website addresses, providing a roadmap. map for future exploration. I love what it says here. The film seem to justify their harmful content by saying 34% of youth online receive unwanted pornographic exposure. So uh, what I'm- sh- What, what I'm- do you call what you just did to these children? Unwanted pornographic exposure. So what I'm guessing is that in the name of trying to keep kids away from these things- Let me just show showing you. showing it to them. And that's called grooming. Y'all need to go to jail. Speaking of that, an av- the average child begins watching pornography at 13 years old. Dear god. 10% at 9. 10% at 9. Can I just say something? And I know that some of y'all don't like when I comment on things that I that are not my life. And I get it. I totally get it. Okay? But I was a child. Please for the love of everything holy and innocent in your child. Do not give them a cellular telephone and stand behind them the entire time that they are using the computer. It's gotta be in the living room with everybody watching. The computer has to be bolted down. No laptops. In nuts. a public place of your house, okay? Get one of the big heavy ones that can't be moved with the monitor. You have no idea. And this is what's so sad. Parents don't care. They don't want to know. They don't care. They don't want to know. Don't tell me. If your child has a cell phone, and I don't care if you've got that nanny thing, the kids are way smarter than you. They They can override that nanny thing. Do not think for one second that they are not overriding your nanny thing. Okay? If your child has a cell phone, you do not care that they're looking at pornography. Yeah. You just don't. And I... Flat out, and I love y'all, and y'all know that I do, and that is not a judgmental thing. Yeah. It's a fact. Well, we have a friend, Tanya, You just don't care. Tanya Joy. Love Tanya. Um, her, she said three husbands, they've all been addicted to porn. Uh, she has an older daughter who went sideways and is now um, questioning her gender and wants surgery and all that. But her younger daughter said, Mom, I don't even want to deal with it. Get me a flip phone. Get me a flip phone. And I understand at today's day and age, you want to know where your kids are at? Get them a Flip phone. Flip phone flip phone. You can still get pagers. Yeah. Okay. Get them a flip flip phone. So thank you. Let me clarify. If your child has a smartphone, that's not a flip phone that does not get on the internet with images. Yeah. Then you literally, that's you just saying, I don't care if you look at these, at this stuff, your child doesn't need it. Okay. I was, how old was I? 16 years old, Meeting guys online. Nothing happened, thank God, because my parents really protected me. And we had a computer in the living room. We're talking the 90s here, okay? I can't imagine. When my mom found out that I was meeting these older guys online, she got rid of the internet and the home telephone. Do not tell me that you can't do it. Do not tell me that your child needs that cell phone for school or for socialization Okay, the socialization for your child is going to get them hooked on pornography, which is going to damage them in relationships for the rest of their lives. Yeah, Yeah. Okay, please, please, please. And I'll tell you another thing. If you homeschool your child, the peer pressure to have the cell phone is not nearly as strong as it is for a child in public school. And don't tell me that you can't do it because unless you're a single mom, which my mama did it, Unless you are a single mom, you don't have an excuse. Every two-parent family can homeschool their children. I don't care, and even single-parent family homes can do it because my mom did it. Okay, my mom did it. Yeah. All right. We had a babysitter at night, but you got to watch that. That needs to be somebody that you love and trust, and all that. Speaking need. and she of worked during the day. Watching your children, you also need to watch your your loved ones, your elderly loved ones. You want to know why? Because an Iowa woman was presumed dead, discovered gasping gasping for air in a body bag. You're She's put in hospice. So, a hospice center of Urbanville, Iowa is accused of mistakenly presuming a 66-year-old patient was dead when she wasn't. One nurse at the Glen Oaks Alzheimer Special Care Center determined the woman had passed away. The resident was taken to a funeral home, officials with the Iowa Department of Inspections and Appeals announced this week. In its report, the department said it fined the center just 10,000 bucks. 10,000 bucks for putting grandma in a body bag? Yeah. So the resident was admitted into hospice care on December 28th of last year due to senile uh, degeneration of the brain. Comfort measures included, you know, some morphine and things were initiated. Mm, The hospice mm -mm. workers include professionals who address the physical, the psychological and spiritual needs of an individual. You probably all have seen some people on They wanted her dead and stuffed her in that body bag. So in the morning of January 3rd, a nurse checked on the woman, but apparently found no signs of life. Uh, The department said the time of death was 6 a.m. And I've actually taken care of a lot of people uh, like my grandma or my uncle or older people. Then they kind of got it. You got to get up real close to them to see if they're still alive. Get the mirror out. Exactly. Right. But, you you know, you got to check. You can you can tell. Um, Did they take her pulse? Did they check for a heartbeat? Okay, so (laughs) the staff members called the woman's daughter. And said the time of death was 6 a.m. They supposedly didn't find any signs of life. The nurse had checked on the patient all night. But at 6 a.m., the patient's mouth was open, her eyes fixed, and there was no sound of breathing. And the nurse was unable to locate a pulse. She felt the resident had passed away. She notified the resident's family member and uh, the on-call hospice nurse. Hospice agreed to call the funeral home and did so. When the funeral director, who also reported no signs of life, a lot of people here arrived. Do you do any like can you check? Like did, did grandma she just come back to life. Did she come back to life? That's the question. Arrived. And here's the problem with a lot of these morphine and a lot of these like hospice drugs. Come on, and preach. they will make you look like you're dead, right? Mm-hmm. They and they will kill you. They purposely slow your heartbeat down and make it so that you pass peacefully. You just they're they're killing drugs. Um, so <laughs> this is this is not funny. Um, The funeral director uh, reported no signs of life arrived almost two hours later, and the director tucked the woman's body into a cloth bag, zipped it close, and then left with the woman. At around 8.26 a.m., the funeral home staff unzipped the bag and observed the resident's chest moving, and she gasped for air. The funeral home then called 911 in hospice. Emergency crews eventually arrived and reported. How However, she showed no eye movement, did not make noises or move. A few days later, the woman died at the hospital facility with her family members nearby. Um based on our on the interview and a record review, the licensee failed to provide adequate direction to ensure appropriate care and services. So um she was. I'm dead telling yet. you what. I got. It. Raise your hand if you have had that fear. I, I, I fear it. Okay. Here's the deal. I fear being pronounced dead and being and being not dead. Not dead. You know what I'm saying? Not, not In dead. the freezer and stuff. Like you better make sure I'm really croaked. You ain't gonna be croaking ever. Well. You're younger than me. You should live longer than me. You don't know, we're not that far apart. You will live young longer than me. I will live younger than you. You will live longer than me. You will. exactly for you. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna pass in our old age at like 115, and you'll be 112. And With be all like, our cats. There she goes. <laughs> and I'll be like, see you in three years. Because you're younger than me. Judy wants to know where was the stethoscope, Judy. All right. That's what I want to um, know. I think we could, I'm going to dance around this a little bit on Facebook so we don't have to shut you guys off. All right. James the, says total incompetence, I think. Inside the secret governor meeting on the COVID-19 natural immunity. Here it comes. Four of the highest ranking U.S. officials from the Epoch Times here, including doc, not, not the high ranking officials from Epoch Times, it's articles from Epoch Times, The article including is- Dr. Fauci okay. met in secret to discuss whether or not natural immune people should be exempt from getting the vaccines. The officials brought in four outside experts to discuss whether the protection gained after recovering from the virus, known as natural immunity. Uh uh-uh. uh. Never heard of that one before. Got to put a name on it. I had, I had chickenpox once. Oh my God. They gosh. had a new name for it. It's called natural immunity. Should count as one or more vaccine doses. You know, if you get chickenpox as a kid, you're, Lex, you're, you're probably immune from shingles as an adult. I know, yeah. And chickenpox isn't that bad. OK, the bad part is when your mom puts these these really old gloves on your hands. They were socks, 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 they were socks, socks. They were old socks, old white socks. And they were like, like the gym socks that come up to your knees. They were super long socks. But I yeah, that. I was it was fun, though, because all the kids wrote you a nice card from school. Uh, there was, I didn't get a no card from you school. Just, you didn't get cards. You did. You no, didn't I did not. All the kids and you did. There was an interest. Everybody did. It was a thing. I didn't get it. Uh, there was interest in several people in the administration and hearing basically the opinions of four immunologists in terms of what we thought about natural infection as contributing to protection against moderate or severe disease. And to what extent uh, that should influence dosing, said Dr. Paul ofit One of the experts told the Epoch Times, OFIT, in another expert, took the position that natural immune uh, that the natural immune need fewer doses. And the <laughs> other two experts <laughs> argued natural immunity shouldn't count as anything. You've had chickenpox, don't matter, don't matter. Well, you know what? I only got chickenpox once. Our friend Lorraine says you I had only chickenpox can... at three months. Didn't bother me a bit. Ooh. That's not fair. And you didn't have chickenpox second time, did you? No. Did you have a second time? No. Nobody does. That's the whole. point. No. that's the whole point of natural immunity. You're not supposed. To... That's why you ain't supposed to be jabbed and jabbed again and jabbed again and jabbed again and again and again and again and again. And again. That's the whole point. <laughs> okay. All right. Ofit and another expert took the position. Oh, yeah. And the discussion did not lead to a change in the U.S. jab policy, which has never acknowledged, never, post-infection protection. <sighs> Fauci and the other U.S. officials. And you know what? I bet there's a lot of people who would have wanted to be in your study and in your trial. Yeah. You know, people been like, you my body for, you know, and, I'll, and, and why couldn't you have self-reporting, by the way? This is what I went question. through. This yeah. is what I had. And then a year later, mm-hmm. why haven't they done that? Yeah. They, they literally, you could have a, a whole database right. of people. They don't want to know. And you could have it done through doctors, like real doctors. Right? If you do, If you think that people might game the system. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, the meeting held October 21st was briefly discussed before a podcast. The Epoch Times has independently confirmed the meeting took place. They have identified all the participants and uncovered other key details. Dr. Jay Batakare, and I've heard it several times. That's why I can pronounce it. Uh, uh, a professor of medicine at Stanford University, who did not participate in the meeting, criticized how such a consequential discussion took place behind closed doors. Come on. With only a few people present. It was a really impactful decision that they made in private with a very small number of people involved. And they reached the, very, uh, the wrong decision, he told the Epoch Times. So you can see from the participants, from the government. Fauci. Uh, a couple of Vivek Murthy, a U.S. Surgeon General, Dr. Uh, Rochelle Walensky, head of the CDC, Francis Collins, uh, NIH, um, another guy from the coordinator of the in, until November 2021 from outside the government, Offit, director of the Vaccine Education Center for Children's Hospital of Philadelphia, Dr. Michael Osterholm, director of center, uh, for the Center for Infectious Disease Research and Policy at the University of Minnesota. Akiko Iwasaki. A professor of immunobiology and molecular, a bunch of people. Okay. So here we have Fauci and Murthy, Murth, Murthy decided to hold the meeting according to the emails. And then you can see uh, all, that, all that came. During the meeting, Offit put forth his position that natural immunity should count as two doses. At the time, the CDC recommended three shots, a two-dose primary series and a booster for many Americans 18 and older, soon expanding that advice to adults. Even the trials of the boosters only analyzed the efficacy amongst the um, without evidence of prior infection. So research indicated that natural immunity was long-lasting and superior to the jab. On the other hand, the CDC published a paper in its quasi-journal that concluded jabs were better. Ulsterholm sided with Offit, but thought that having recovered from COVID should only count as a single dose. These guys are very pro-jab all around the board, but we weren't allowed to hear that they thought that natural immunity might actually be a benefit.
3: Mm -hmm. I added
0: my voice at the meeting to count an infection as equivalent to a dose of the jab. I've always believed hybrid immunity likely provides the most protection. Some papers have found jabs after recovery boost antibodies, which are believed to be a correlate of protection. Uh, Other research has shown that natural immunity, that the natural, naturally immune have a higher risk of side effects than those who haven't recovered from infection. Some experts believe the risk is worth the benefit, but others do not. So what they're saying is the natural immune have more side effects to the JAP than those who never had. Ain't we been saying it, Ernie. So Howitz and Owaski, meanwhile, made the case that natural immunity should not count as any dose, as has been the case for virtually the entire United States since the JAPs were rolled out. Iwaski referred to a British uh, paper and that was published in Nature. So um, no participants represented experts like Barakari who say that na- the naturally immune generally don't need any doses at all. In public, Hoewitz repeatedly portrayed natural immunity as worse than the jab, including citing uh, a, CDC, a CDC paper. So you have this closed-door meeting and Fauci and Walensky downplay any sort of natural immunity... And, you know, because natural immunity doesn't make money. But then Omicron said, and she's like, it's not working during Omicron. Mm -hmm. And so these are discussions that unfortunately we're not allowed to have on Facebook. We're not allowed to have. And uh, what I have seen is that because they have funneled news like ours to the far reaches of the galaxy. Truth Social, brand new, pretty much in the scheme of things. Yeah, Getter. Getter, pretty new. Yeah, Um, Gab. uh, Twitter has just recently opened up to being able to talk about COVID. A
6: little
0: bit. But no, you can talk about COVID now. Right. You can talk about COVID and and vaccines because Elon Musk is like anti-vaccine. So you're allowed to talk about it there. But what I have found is that... There are so many conspiracy theories out there, Mm. and I would say junk, really, really junk medical science. And a lot of people who have just come to their own conclusions, and the conclusions are wrong. Yeah. Because we're not allowed to collectively talk about things, or we're not allowed to talk about um, problems that come from COVID or answers. Right. Right answers and so we're in these bubbles and we see um I just see so many people who are just like this is a distraction talk about this or um I'm right about this and 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 all these experts that I love have their pet peeve thing that they want to talk about and it's the most important thing to them yeah and a lot of times they're wrong Mm -mm. And because they are wrong, it can be damaging to people. But because they're on a smaller site, they don't have anybody questioning them. They don't have some of the maybe more sound minded people who don't get swayed into all the different directions. Because Michelle and I, on our show, one of the things that we pride ourselves on and not bad pride, good pride, is that when we say it's not just if it's not just a conspiracy theory if it's the truth we have done our best and our due diligence and maybe we haven't gone viral because we don't feed you guys lies clickbait we don't feed click i don't trust people who are like And here comes the military and blah, blah, blah. And Trump's got the military behind him, And I have sources. And if you hear, if you're listening to people who say, I have sources, sources. turn them off. They are lying. Come on and preach. Okay. Because if they had sources, what the heck are they doing? Telling this secret source material to the entire podcast world. And their source would stop telling them stuff. Okay. If they truly have some sort of source, they're being played by the CIA. Boom. Okay. And, you know, with the Anons, I love when people research and do deep dives Mm -hmm. into facts. Okay. That's great. But when you have people saying, trust the plan, we told you we would get here. What do you mean you told us we would get here? Who are you? Oh, and, and they, what, what they've done is they've made themselves out to be a God and a religion. Like we told you we would be here. Mm -hmm. Who are you? Did you write the Bible? Okay. (laughs) I don't trust you and you shouldn't trust them. Right. Stop listening to people who say they have sources. Now, if you have people who are praying and trying to seek the Holy Spirit right. yeah. and they're so getting words f- from God, you don't have to bring any of those. other. Uh, we're almost done. Okay. Um, then then that's one thing. And I will tell you this. A friend of mine had, a, had the same type and vein of dream that I had last night. And I had this dream and I can't remember it all, but Neil Peterson said, you guys should start doing this. Start, if you feel like you're having a dream that's from God or it's important, write it down. Immediately. Even if you wake up in the middle of the night, write it down because you think you'll remember it in the morning because it's so vivid at that time and you forget it. You need to do it in the middle of the night. Okay, go ahead and write it down. Now I need to take my own advice, but I I haven't had a chance to write it down. And even when I woke up, I couldn't remember But the essence of it was basically what my friend's dream was. And go ahead and tell my friend's dream. Yeah. So she was with her sister. And there were a bunch of Chinese communists kind of taking over. And the they were typified in, like, karate. Right? That's how they were, you know, their takeover. But it's a dream. and And it was a, a legit communist, Chinese communist takeover. But... She said for, for the entire, you know, length of the dream, which she couldn't remember all the details of it, they kept getting very, very close to the takeover, but they never achieved it. And, and she kept praying and she was singing and laughing and praying in, in, the, in the spirit, in her prayer language. But the primary thing that stood out was that she was laughing and she said that her prayers were so fervent and they were so very real, but it wasn't out of desperation that they were so intense. It was out of victory and joy of kind of like, ha, 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 you can't touch us. But it looked like it the entire time that they got so close, but they were not able to achieve it because of the prayers. I'm inserting this last line of the saints. Yeah, so in my dream, um, it was very much a Chinese communist takeover and uh, people were being kind of, Pushed into different um, rooms where you were going to have to, you know, submit or go along with them. But the essence of the stream was very strange. They, we weren't there yet. We weren't at the Nazis have crossed the Austrian mm-hmm. border yet. Right. And in my dream, we weren't going to get there. Right. It was going to come so close and it was going to feel like it. Mm-hmm. And they were going to take steps that it looked like they would be on our soil controlling us, getting us into these you know, rooms and interrogating us and you know making us sign statements and things like that. Um, but the end of the day, it wasn't gonna, they weren't, God wasn't going to let that happen. And Michelle and I have had a lot of prophecies, and we'll probably do another show on this. We did a we did a, a show on this before, that um, I truly believe are coming to pass. And I do believe that the time of repentance has been from the first solar eclipse in 2017 to the second solar eclipse that will happen in April of 2024. And God gave us a seven-year window Come on. to repent. This is very much like an Old Testament time repentance. And just like many times in the Old Testament where God brought judgment on a nation, he gave um you know Nineveh got a chance to repent, and God rescinded his you know his judgment on on that on that country at that time the later on uh Nineveh still continued to turn its back on God and yeah. to harm the God, the people of God, and God did pronounce judgment on Nineveh, and Nineveh was destroyed later. Mm-hmm. So many, many times God has come in judgment and many times in the Old Testament, there are days of the Lord. So I want you guys to put aside the idea that this is the end times, because I truly believe that we aren't fighting just to bring Jesus back, that you have it deep inside of you, just like we do, that we are fighting to create a world and a better place for our kids and for their kids and for generations to come. So get that deep inside of your veins. Jesus is going to be doing something in this nation and in this world. But he's going to be doing it through the systems that are already in place. Yeah. And America is going to flourish again in righteousness and repentance. And the world is going to... Because guess what, guys? There are millions of people who haven't heard the gospel yet. And if there is some sort of uh, end times revival that's going to happen, that would actually cause a healing to happen across the world and not bad things to happen and not wars and rumors of wars because if millions of people come to know Christ, they are going to lay down their arms and they're not going to fight. And there are places around the world who have not heard the gospel. Okay, so guess what? If, if Jesus is going to come back in anybody's lifetime, it will be in that lifetime where every single ear has heard and give, been given a chance to give their lives to Jesus. God, Jesus doesn't just come back okay, to a world and, and pronounce judgment on, on people that don't even know who he is. Right. Let me read a comment here from Flash River. This is really good. I sincerely believe that without being born of water and the Holy ghost, just as Jesus told Nicodemus, it's a strange thing, especially during this time. So many are filled with fear rather than filled with the Holy ghost. If you have not been baptized with the Holy ghost, you're not going to make it. Now, I don't agree that you're not going to make it, but I will say this. I agree that you're not going to make it well. Mm-hmm. Right, if and I like the sentiment. You ain't gonna make it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like, you're you. gonna be struggling. You ain't gonna. You make are it. gonna, and that is that's so important, guys. Go read the book of Acts and ask God to fill you with the Holy Ghost. Um, Judy says they have other underestimated the faithful. So I believe 2023 is a time of repentance. You guys, how long is God, how long is it gonna wait till we see? You're not gonna see the the. Um, what's the uh, Guantanamo Bay stuff? You're not gonna see necessarily the the number trials that you're looking for. You're going to see a God in Nias and Sapphira judgment in 2024. Yeah. That will light the Christian world up Come like on. you've never seen. That will bring people into the body of Christ like you've never seen. Mm-hmm. Because we don't have, the whatever the fear is that's that's gripping people now is going to multiply. But what's great about the fear that is going to be coming across the, uh, the world It's a fear that only happens outside of faith in God. Mm -hmm. Okay. It is a fear of Egypt. Yeah. Okay. This is a word from God. Uh, The, the, the fear that came on Egypt every time there was a plague was to harden Pharaoh's heart to let the Israelites go. And when they were let go, they were given jewels and gold and silver and many, many treasures to go into the wilderness. Yeah, We are going to have a time of a wilderness, but it's going to be different. Because as we enter into the promised land, we recognize that the blessings of God are going to come through land, through working hard. Yeah. We talked to an older friend of ours, Skippy, um, who, if you're watching Skippy, is probably past your bedtime. He <laughs> grew up o'clock. on a farm, and he was one of the only guys... Uh, out of the boys who was kind of running the farm and the the oldest one thing that he said was there is no feeling in the world like working hard all day on your farm and then coming inside to relax and then just going to bed putting your head on the pillow and just going to sleep just feeling really good and he got up at 5 a.m and he milked five cows before he got on the bus at eight he butchered, like his dad sold um, chickens to, not a lot, but like six or seven a week that he butchered. And they were free-range. And they were completely free-range chickens. And people would come to his house and he'd sell And And Skip did this probably from the time he was 13, you know, years old, maybe even younger, right? He did this for a long time and there was a whole host of other things that he did and he enjoyed the work. He missed doing these things. And that's what to, society has robbed us from the feeling of satisfaction of a hard day's work. Now we can get into this and Leah and I can do a whole nother separate show on that, but I want to get to the Speaking giveaway and I want to get to the mail work. the mail call. Unfortunately, a lot of us don't know how to do the things to survive. That's to right. Homestead. And we need to learn from people who have already learned we need to learn from the from the older people who maybe grew up with this kind of knowledge. Right. So you guys can join us in May at the Old School Server Bootcamp Camp in Hawking Hills, Ohio. And for a month now, well, we only really did it for a couple of weeks. Um, but we have been putting names into um, a list. And now we are getting ready to pull those names out of yep. the hat. Did you check the email? Uh, I did check the email to make sure that... Um, okay. But we also have a promo code. We do. If you do not win, okay, I need you guys to go to Old School Survival Bootcamp Camp and recognize that right now, the prices every month are going to keep going up. Yes. So get your tickets now because right now are the cheapest you're ever going to get them. You can get $12 off with promo code RESISTANCECHICKS. Resistance but... You can get, if you're not going to be there for, that's for the three days, mm-hmm. right? You got to be there for the three days to get the $12 off. But if you're going to just come for two days, you can, you can use promo code. And I didn't put this down, but I will have this in the description. Promo code resistance chicks two to save $4. Okay. okay. So the adult general admission three day pass is $80. And that's so it's $68 with the promo code. That's crazy guys. Like that's a crazy good deal. There's no reason for you not to come at that price. And like Leah said, I think it's going to increase by $10 mm, like every month, until. every month at the on the 31st of every month. So um, we actually just increased at the start of this month. So here's the fun part. We're going to draw three winners for those of you that submitted your emails to us for the drawing. Um, we were allowed to draw one for every social media platform that we had, but we just decided to go with three to kind of limit it there. But um, there's no reason at this price that you guys can't come. Okay. And there are also family passes that you can get that will give you even more savings. If you're going to bring multiple mm-hmm. people, you're going to be primitive camping or you're going to be RV camping. There are some hotels that you can stay at as well. If that's just too much for you. Yeah. Um, I just got off the phone with Scott Kesterson this afternoon and we are, are pretty much for sure that we're going to also make this announcement to the Bards FM family to have them come. And and do a meetup because you're gonna be do two two Bard's Fests official Bard's Fest this year. This is gonna be kind of like a satellite Bard's Fest, I'm pretty sure. So if you are a member of the Bard's family and you want to meet up with other Bard's people, for sure come so, for this. Yeah, you can come and camp, and we're just gonna tell people to camp, uh, get and camp primitive camping at Vinton County County Fairgrounds, where it's at. Yes, it's gonna be easier travel wise for everybody. Uh, if you definitely need more room and you need showers, there are a couple campgrounds around Hawking Hills. So and since I cut these up. Do you want to do the drawing? Okay. Well, we can each take a turn. Okay. Number one. We should have Patriot Gallery come out and and draw one out there. Don't look at them. I'm not. Yes, you are looking. They were... Okay. Are they stuck together? All right. Winner number one. Do we do... Don't do the email address. Just do the full name. Caroline. Carolyn Medina. Yay, Carolyn. So I'm going to be sending you an email. Um... And congratulations. I hope you can make it. And if you can't make it, then hopefully you can give your ticket to somebody else. Um, So, congratulations to Caroline. Colleen Ingram. Colleen, yay! Colleen. I wish I could keep. I'm really hoping that these people will actually be able to make it. I'm assuming that you were planning on coming if you signed up for them. And Lori McLaughlin. No way! Lori, oh, she's going to be so excited. Oh my gosh. Lori came to Plymouth with us. Yeah. So, congratulations to Lori, Colleen, and what was the last one? Caroline. Caroline, or Carolyn. Um, we are very excited to see all of you this coming May twelfth through the fourteenth. It's going to be a fab. It's three days. It's like it's called boot camp, but it's just like camp. I mean, we were exhausted. At talk about hitting your head on the pillow, just like passing and now out. We're teaching four classes. Guys, they wake uh, you at the Vinton County Fairground where we're going to be staying, duh, where the event duh, is. They wake duh, you up duh, with duh, that on the loudspeaker, like Cuz- <laughs> And then the announcer guy is like, Good, Good morning, boot campers, you know. And then they do like a breakfast that you can go down there for, which Lee and I did not get up early enough to do. One no, but they do have breakfast every morning. So, uh, guys, this is going to be a phenomenal thing. So, I'm really excited. The breakfast you pay for is like five bucks. It's not all right. Let's go ahead and open. Oh, I don't even know what that was. Open this card. I think it's Valentine's card. Uh, here from Lori, different Lori than Lori McLaughlin here. Happy Valentine's Day. Y'all know Valentine's Day is coming up here. Uh, if you haven't gotten your wife something, you need to go to mypillow.com forward slash RC and get her. Um, let me pull this up. The My Slippers. Boom. There it is. Or, Or some sheets. Or some sheets, but also, really, fellas, if you want to get your wife something, OBE, the Organic Body Essentials, go to organicbodyessentials.com, use promo code RC. There's like, I'm telling you what, she wants the flawless face serum to get rid of the crow's feet on her eyes. But don't Don't tell tell her her that's what it's for. That you've been noticing that. You tell her this, okay? I want to keep you natural and beautiful like Esther. Boom, and these are essential oils. They're not like a that have product. Been prayed over. Okay, you might not want to read her whole thing because a lot of it's no. I got it, I got it I, personal. got it. I got it. All right. So, um, Lori, we are continuing to pray for you. She's still having a lot of reactions from shedding and, and things like that. So, um, we are definitely, definitely praying for you and
1: for she God to bring that joy back in reset your life. Can be
0: stopped, and the evil yes. people will be brought to justice. Amen. 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 Uh, she says, thanks for being great American patriots and getting the truth out there for the world. It is all in God's hands. So the card, it says, I hope you get to spend your day doing things you love with people you love because no one deserves it more. I still believe in God. <laughs> I just pray that the Lord heals from all this evil takeover. Amen, Amen Lori. We agree with you. Lawyer. We totally agree. Now, um, if we have time on Sunday, we have a letter that we're going to read, which is a really fun letter from somebody from Chill Coffee. And um, I think we did this card already, didn't we? Yeah. And then we've got one from Frank upstairs. Frank sent a donation. But uh, seriously, if we're going to stick it to the man for the commercial holidays, just get the Patriot stuff. That's yeah. what it boils down to, literally. All right, you guys. Um, let me read a couple more comments here. Mar- Mars Jupiter says, barter too. Eggs for bread, bread for eggs. Oh, oh that's man, good. that's so good. Judy says, ooh, good line, like Esther. See, we're te- we're fellas, you come here and I'm telling you, we will help you. We will help all of y'all now. Well, and also remember with the, uh, the CBD, um, uh, tinctures, they're really good. If you know anybody who has like arthritis mm-hmm. or something, um, to, it, it, it helps with that pain. It totally does. I'm telling you what I, my hip pain is completely gone. Uh, not completely, but almost, um, and I believe it's just from using that. So I'm, it, so you don't have to keep on it. Right now no. I do have a pain in my neck today and I thought literally that to myself, why didn't I use the CBD, um, stuff like that's just oh. silly. All right. Last but not least, I want to take you guys to <sighs> resistance. You I'm your pain in your neck. You're, you are not my pain in the uh. neck because I want to show you what we did this week. Oh, yeah. Right? You guys want to see this. This is so fun. All of the greatest. Oh, there's no thumbnail there. So I will change the thumbnail. I don't know why the thumbnail is not there. But old-fashioned Ohio Sugar Shack Maple Syrup. Play the play the intro for them. Um, Here it is. Can they see it? They can see it. This is so fun. So our one of our clients. Charlene. Yeah. There's Charlie. There's Charlie. We are live here at the Hacker Farm, and it is Sugar Shack, man. better off. The sugar shack is phenomenal. And 26 minutes of just- So fun! It did smell like marshmallows in there. Oh, man. It was really, really great. So you'll watch this video. Uh, On resistance or rumble or wherever your favorite place to watch us is if you're a podcaster i did not turn this into an mp3 because this is something you gotta watch and and i and i want you guys to go and watch it so there's that um i also want to take you back to the main page of resistancechicks.com so you can see the other things that we did uh this video that we did called should christians keep the sabbath saturday sunday or no day i want to tell you was a an absolutely phenomenal in-depth i learned stuff (laughs) you did Uh, kind of showing all the different belief systems. Now I will tell you guys, and I'm laughing at you and I have no problem telling you that I'm laughing at you. Most of the people that were leaving the comments that said it has to be Saturday, I know you did not watch the video. You got to watch the video. You straight up did not watch the video because we, we pose that it can be Saturday, Sunday or no day. And anybody saying otherwise is wrong. And you have to watch the video to, uh, to find out But all the comments are like. No, it has to be Saturday. I'm like, yeah, I didn't watch the video. I know you didn't. You don't get get to comment. Here's the thing. You don't No, This is a golden rule of videos. Yeah. You do not get to comment comment unless unless you watch the video. video. Boom. All right. The other thing was, um, Patriot Gallery has done, here's Patriot Gallery's blogs right here. Uh, several. Now I don't know, um, Patriot Gallery's your other one up here yet. She's done two this week. And I don't know if it's just this one, if she's got them all here, but she does have them all here. Um, but Patriot Gallery has been knocking it out of the park with her different blogs. So just go and check those out. I promise you, you will be encouraged. If you're like me, I like to turn her up to 1.25 time because I think she has more punch. Um, but that's just me. Just my personal preference there. Um, Thomas. Massey. Oh, here we go. This was Leah did a video. Uh, wait, go back, come back, come back. Let me just go back up. Outside in the pig pen. Just yeah, that about, was really, really good. Thomas Massey says, I found two eggs in the chicken coop. I'm us updating my, um... House my um my congressional financial disclosure forms now. (laughs) It's true, it's really, really true. Um, let's see what there's a lot of stuff that you guys have missed out on that we that that you don't get to see unless you go to resistancechicks.com This one was one of my absolute favorites. Um, this had some of the greatest response from you guys. A lot of shares, a major shift is happening in the spirit. We started praying for people. Um, it was, it was one of the the best shows that we've done in a really long time. So I want to encourage you guys to go and watch that one as well. So there's a whole host of other things on ResistanceChicks.com that you guys can check out old videos, old resources that are really, really okay. So Patriot Gallery says she just put up, um, part one, Tracy wants to know, how do I turn my maple syrup into sugar? A dehydrator? You, you, you can cook it. You just literally cook it down. You can, you can just kind of, but you got to watch it because it can burn. Yeah. Right. So what you want is a candy thermometer, and just do a Google search for the temperature of maple candy. Right. Well, she wants to turn it. Into, oh, you want like, to turn like, it into actual sugar. like sugar. Yeah. Oh, I think you do need to do it in a dehydrator. That's an excellent point because then you can crumble yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Good point. And so, uh, yeah, you would need to. I you need the maple sugar. Candy. You need a dehydrator that okay. has one of those. Um, the, uh, um, the, the fruit roll up, like nonstick things. Mm This is going to get real sticky. All right, you guys. I think that that completes our show for the day. Um, Yes, you got to skip out for the Bards podcast. I get it. Scott takes precedence. Little stinker. You tell him I said hi in the chat. All right, you guys. um, Thank you. Eric and Kelly leaving some amazing comments there. Uh, Is that that price for the boot camp $80 for a couple or a single? And if you can't make it, contact us. Um, Yeah, That is a... The price for one person, one for, person, three person for three days. But if you use promo code Resistance, resistance Chicks, Chicks, it's $68. You save 12 bucks. Right. Now, if you're going to bring multiple people, I think it's a family of four, then you get a, an, uh, a steeper discount. Yeah. I think that those, those prices are on there. So go to oldschoolsurvivalbootcamp.com. I think we forgot to um, give you that address there, but it's oldschoolsurvivalbootcamp.com. Promo code resistance chicks for a three day pass, $12 off promo code resistance chicks two for $4 off of the two day pass. And we're going to keep pushing that. The other thing that we're also going to keep plugging on this show, which I really want to encourage you guys to go to coachdavelive.com forward slash events. I'm trying to pull up the... uh, actual image i don't know where it went i thought i downloaded it here so you guys could see it i'll have to do it again um but we are going to be having an event here in ohio it's actually called the kentucky roundup but that's because it's it's centered around the Ark and the Creation Museum. We want you guys to go there on the first day of the conference. It's two days. So mm-hmm. during the day on Friday, you're either going to go to the Ark Encounter. Yeah, it's going to be So fun. worth it. Or the Creation Museum. Yeah, we're thinking we might uh, work something out with Coach Dave that he might go to the ARC and we might go to the Creation Museum or vice versa. Yeah. So that we can And then can in the evening, you you're going to come to the conference where you're either going to listen to Dr. Sherry Tenpenny. This is on a Friday, the, the 24th, March 24th. It's the day after Patriot Gallery's birthday. Um... So March 24th and 25th. So in the evening on Friday, conference, Carrie Midday, Tom Renz, Resistance Chicks, um, Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, Coach Dave, and then all day on Saturday is going to be an immersive conference. Where each speaker is going to be given a, I think, a two-hour slot where there will actually be discussion, questions, and answers. You don't get to get that everywhere you go. A lot of times the speakers go up there and they're not get Right, right. You know, so I think that's so it. So I may do.
3: Here it comes. I don't know
0: if I can do it again. Another video on Andrew the Pimp Tate. Tim Pool and Jack Posobiec took the Daily Mail article saying. If you guys don't know who Andrew Tate is, good for you. Or you can go to resistancechicks.com and watch the latest episode of the Gibson Girls with Leah and Michelle. This guy is no good low-down, dirty, dirty rotten, rotten sex trafficker. Here it comes. Okay? He traffics in in, in sex. <laughs> okay? Of girls. And it's absolutely despicable and absolutely disgusting. And because he says a few things about masculinity, the right and Jedediah, ex-Fox News host Billa is just coming to defense and she, he is a like nick a He's so awful. He's one of the most horrible, awful human oh beings on the face goodness. of the planet. He's worth than Like, 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 I can't say he's worse than Bill Gates, but he's different. Kind of bad. Okay. Okay. Like my mom said, here's this guy takes girls says i got like a million girlfriends mm-hmm. you're my girlfriend you're my girlfriend you're my girlfriend how about y'all start getting naked for a camera oh dear god And you make me money some of the girls leave some of the girls say he's got hundreds of girls making him money it's called being a pimp he is sex trafficking okay if you want to know more about this turd um and i'm not supposed to say that anymore my friend Catherine told me to stop saying that word uh, I need a better word than that, but it's such a fitting one. So here's go this guy. to resistancechicks.com, Put the name Tate in the research box, and boom, you can watch this. I'm telling you, it will tell you everything that you need to so know the, about. So this the guy. Daily Mail is like two of the victims are saying they're not victims. They they they, they, they um, do this for because they want to. The problem with this is a Romanian judge says no, you're brainwashed. There's six total that are on this case in Romania and when we see women who are mm. working on the streets and they've got a pimp yep and we go up to them and we say no you're brainwashed. you don't want to do this that's a normal thing you can say that sure but jack basobic and tim pool are like well oh my gosh aren't we supposed to trust all the women they say they want to do this pimping and you know what i'm sure there they are wanna be pimped. girls who want and i know there's all kind of trashy girls out there who who are selling their body making money i get it i know that they, 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 they do they wanted Julie to. Roberts in um, Pretty Woman didn't want to do it. No, here's the thing. If you have a choice um, between being... Here's the thing. Andrew Tate is supposedly telling women, men, he's telling men to marry a Muslim woman because she'll be faithful and she'll be a housewife and she'll stay at home. But he says, as a man, that it's not an affair or wrong if he goes, if he's got a number one girl, because he doesn't marry anybody, by the way. Okay? He's got a number one girl. You're my number one girl, number one and one. then he says I can go sleep with all these other girls, and that's just exercise. But for a woman, you can't have an affair. Have an affair, because you're going to be emotionally attached. I, he's like, I'm a man; I'm not emotionally attached. There's more to this idiot, idiot who goes around who who moved to Romania. what well, this? Let because, me tell you why this story. Just, is can I finish though? my sentence? Yeah. he moved to Romania, and one of the reasons was so that he could. He's like, in Romania, it's great. You can buy off all kinds of people, the politicians. It didn't but- work out so well for him. Exactly. He tried. But this, this the reason why Leah and I, uh, this is kind of like a, a, a burr in our boot. I don't care about this guy. What I care about is, is that- the fact that all of these people that we love and respect in this movement that have a voice are defending this low down, dirty, rotten creep. Patriot Gallery says he is dung and a viper. Okay. That's where we take issue. When a, a man like Jack Posobiec or a Tim Pool are defending this fool, right? Defending the fool. So I hope you guys have enjoyed uh, this show. Beverly says he needs to go down. Amen. He's, he's, there, he's in jail right now. Let's let the chips fall where they may on that. But uh, we will see you guys on Sunday for our world news program, which is always a it great show. I not you to lose them. Leah, do you know, do we have any kind of main stories up yet? No. It might help us, says Elvin. What, what might help you? Help me, help me, help me, help you, help me, help me, help you. <laughs> I do know that uh, the Canadian Parliament, um, somebody got up to ask if we if they wanted to um, unanim- unanimously vote to condemn Tucker Carlson because of his joke mm-hmm. that we played, and, and it didn't pass, and Tucker Carlson played it. That's what oh, hilarious. my God. <laughs> we really got to go. No, we really got to go. Right, we love you guys. God loves you. God bless. It's not just a conspiracy theory, If it's actually the truth. And we will see you on Sunday, one thirty p.m. Eastern Standard Time for our European and World News program, which is the hottest show on the Internet. All right. Bye. Bye, guys. God bless.